Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weirider. Also joining us is Evgeny. Hi, hello, I'm Arjun. Hello. Um, I have some things to show no, you. Evidently, you one don't. Of which is my, by the camera. One, one of which is my blurry visage. It's been fine for the last 40 minutes as the, the pre-show. It, it, it hasn't it hasn't been. Uh, anyway, so uh, this is going to be a weird trip through time. Okay. But in an episode we recorded a few weeks ago that hasn't aired yet. But I will think. air by the time this airs. Oh, God. <laughs> it will. So it will have had been aired. I, yes. I may or may not have told you about... The Jordan Khan limited edition slash maybe yeah, exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jordan Khan episodes will be out by shirt. the time this comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's the that's the shirt. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you can see the nice. the red shash and then the, the bridge four nice. underneath. I, I so, truly did not see that bridge four logo when it was not, at the Jordan Khan store. Yeah. I got home. <laughs> so that was that was part one. Part two, I bought a book. Oh, and El Imperial. Oh, now. it's that uh, Nova, the Spa- fancy Spanish edition with the new this art. Is, this is the fancy Spanish edition, uh, which is like a, a leather bound wannabe. Uh-huh. All your listeners. Um, is, is Suisna in the right spot? On the, uh, on that where map? is, 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 where is it, it supposed it, to it's be? It's not supposed to be in the Eastern dominance in the lower right hand corner. I will have to get back to you. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but for example, let's let's find one of the one of the illustrations. So here's nice. Here's an Ellen. Oh, that's great for your uh, bookish nerd needs. Yeah, there was like an art contest that anyone could uh, join. To here is oh, that's good. Oh, that's awesome. Sean. That's really good. Yeah, there's a few more, and then they have the Alimentic table at the end. Uh, I thought they have the Hemallergic one as well, but apparently they don't. But like the Arzor Canem looks snazzy. Like this, this looks like a budget leather bound. Nice, and it feels like a budget leather bound. So. Yeah, a lot of places do have uh, the, you know, like the the nice hardbacks. Uh, like that that's mm-hmm. pretty common i think it's just tor doesn't let brandon sell for less than a hundred dollars so it's like okay we need to make it really premium cool and also we have ben hey what's up hey i'm ben also known as lord jeebus my i don't really have a show and tell but i finally moved my posters from on this wall here to the wall behind me wow um so i have my bridge for my roshar map and then my favorite card from the stormlight call to adventure game which you can barely see uh, here. Uh, yeah. Which you can barely see by Anne Dr. It's the one with uh with with Dalinar catching Fenley as the vision crumbles. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I really need and to I still have... frame my Roshar foil map. I have yeah. still not. Um, I also need to frame my Roshar foil map. I need to reframe all of these because while moving them, I discovered they've all warped. Uh, so uh, they're all like curved around the bottom, and, and they're also um, very shiny. So we should probably get yes. you some non-reflective glass. It's, it's the it's the well. investiture in these images that have warped that has warped. <laughs> mm, yes, space that's, and that's, time that's around right. them. That's right. <laughs> and we're not talking about that. Oh, and I'm chaos today. We are going to be talking about investiture, but but not not. Black hole investors, not not that <laughs> stuff again. We're, we've talked about that enough in the Wob episodes. So today, what we're going to be doing is we are going to finally get a podcast that has been on our list 
27 since 2017 2018 like it has literally been on our shark cast list that we need to do that forever bands of mourning spoilers at the very least we're probably going to get into other cosmere stuff as well but uh especially bands of mourning don't don't listen to this podcast if you haven't read bands of mourning um I mean, if you're listening this far and haven't read Bands of Morning, the name of this episode, well, is <sighs> I mean, there's there's oh, not secret history too, probably. Oh yeah, secret history as yeah. well, not the Place unreleased secret history, secret history too. too that he hasn't. <laughs> hasn't read. Yeah, 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 yeah. That has not been written yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll probably get into other stuff, but honestly, mostly Bands of Morning and secret history spoilers here. So today what we're going to talk about is we are going to be talking about the magic of the Southern Skadrians. They have all sorts of very interesting magitech, and in particular, the medallions. Uh, we'll be talking about the medallions in a bit. In fact, I think most of the episode is going to be about the medallions. So we're going to go through some uh, easier stuff first. Lower, lower hanging fruits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so. Listeners, viewers, friends, subscribers, patrons, Romans, Romans, if you're listening to this, how are you doing that? Tell me, what do you know about the nature of investiture and identity? Oh, God. When, when we got to that line in fans, it's like, oh, yeah, this book's going to be great. I, I don't know if you remember that, but that was the end of the last preview chapter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't do the so entire part mean. one. Wow. Wow. It was wow, the wow. cliffest, the cliffest, the hangiest of cliffhangers. I don't think Brandon intended that to be the case, but uh, oh. once it came out that way, I bet that would have been great. <laughs> uh, so we, we, should, we should do like a primer on investiture and dandy because yeah. they are things that are very important for a lot of the Magitech we're going to be talking about. And, we're gonna explain um, what we know and also talk about what we don't know. And so if you are like, I don't really remember what's going on, hopefully this should help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um we'll we'll go more in depth as uh as the episode demands it. Yeah. Um just for context purposes. But I think the uh the important things to cover here are that both investiture and identity are spiritual well I, would we call investiture a spiritual attribute? that one's a weird one but at least uh identity connection and fortune would be called spiritual attributes yeah uh mm -hmm. investiture is a bit weird because it's also kind of like magical energy right like it's yeah yeah it's um, like it, I, I would say yes in terms of what we're talking about here it counts as a spiritual attribute it's just investiture is also a whole lot more yeah like, there's like investiture is a big circle and then one slice of it is a spiritual attribute is is the spiritual attribute that ferrochemy deals with yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. which is yeah. what we are interested in in this case yeah uh so what are what are these things identity is ironically the simpler one it, it um, is it is absolutely the simpler one yes we don't exactly know how identity works, but it is identity fields. Identity fields. It is um, it is the spiritual attribute that keys 
specific m magical thing usually to um, to you. So that, mm -hmm. uh, for example, if you are a ferrochemist and you're storing an attribute in a metal mind, the reason only you can interact with that metal mind is because the investiture inside the storage inside the metal mind is keyed to your identity. Same with like awakeners, uh, you know, awakening. Same with thing. awakeners mm -hmm. and other magic systems throughout the cosmere. Yeah, basically, identity defines like what is you and what is connected to you. Yeah, it's uh, your fact, unique spiritual fingerprint in the cosmere. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I think Marvin, our our fellow shardcaster Paleo. Uh, had a question at some point about whether identity is similar to a uh, cryptographic key. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think Brandon said that it's not exactly the same, but it's, it is for the purposes of this conversation, it is very similar to a, to a cryptographic. Yeah. Key. Yeah. And so the other spiritual attribute that we need to talk about obviously is investiture and for a trap that I personally fall into a lot is I think of investiture more in the context of something like Stormlight or yeah. Warbreaker, mm -hmm. where I think of investiture as a state of stuff, not matter, obviously not energy, but stuff mm -hmm. that is is a is a tangible almost thing that you can carry around and you can use it to fuel magical effects and things like that. So I think of it as, as Stormlight. But but Vendel here, like he, it, it's not only that, which yeah. is what you were gonna say. Yeah. Vendel said, "Investiture, the innate ability to burn metals or tap metal mines, is also one of the things Farrakhevi can store." Yep. And mm -hmm. so I don't know if this will stay this way throughout the rest. So th this could be an instance of characters in Mistborn miscategorizing. A thing, right? That's so how I see it. It's, the it's possible that Nicrosil doesn't store investiture. It stores what is essentially the ability to use investiture. But they, but we are dealing with a misnomer here. That makes sense to me because, like, in the context of Skadriel, they don't have Stormlight, so like, it, it, it's no. not like easily accessible stuff. So they would phrase it more in terms of Almancy and Farakemi. Yeah, the only issue I have with that is uh -huh. we just got a word of brandon in from jordan khan talking about nicrosil it's in terms of hemolurgy uh-huh nicrosteel stealing investiture and like you would see use nicrosteel to steal breath Wait, and are you usually there's adium? no really no. adium would steal like ability to use magics I, I literally don't remember. ATM this. steals powers. Nicrosil steals investiture. Yeah. Uh, uh. Larassium steals attributes. Yes. Hmm. So what's the issue? So it's like I would assume that Nicrosil Frukmi would also be able to store breaths. Like so, it stores the. It doesn't hmm. just store abilities. The abilities, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's scores. possible. That that might that mm. might be that might be exactly how it works. Actually, it's just well, we, well yeah. it, it's just like Argent was just saying, like, oh, what if this is a miscategorization and it doesn't mm. do that? Mm. But mm. okay, sure. I think um, I think yeah. we're dealing with another misnomer, like uh, not another misnomer, but like a misnomer situation where they talk about storing investiture, storing the ability, but he does say like 
four or five lines before he says this, mm -hmm. that investiture is the raw power you store in Verukami. So they are mm -hmm. aware that the power you're storing is also investiture. It's just when you're talking about the ferrochemical attributes of storing and tapping investiture, you're talking about the, I guess, the structure within your soul made out of investiture that allows you to, to you know, grants you powers. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Like the way I see it is like, because Allomancy and Frukmi are genetic, like they, they are hard encoded into your spirit web, which is probably sort of made out of investiture. We don't really know, but it's probably. basically you're stealing that gene into the metal mind. Yeah. So like, yes, it's like it's is raw investiture in its own right. It also just hard codes an ability rather than breath, which doesn't. Hmm. Yeah, sure. it, it's investiture shaped like the ability to use investiture. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Additionally, complicating uh, investiture is like in Allomancy, the metal is the catalyst that starts a thing, and then you're like drawing preservation's power from the spiritual realm, and that investiture is like mm -hmm. flowing through you, and you're not like expending that innate investiture in you right as an alamancer mm. like that's not what's happening no. so there's there's yeah. a lot of uh investiture going on in this set yeah. of things but in the context of medallions and stuff the important thing is that we know that the that you can store that uh power of alamancy and ferrochemy the the way to do that uh i want to use the word ability but it's, uh, it's a little <laughs> There have been some interesting wobs distinguishing those two, but uh, the power itself, the the way to use Alamancy and Ferrochemy into a metal mind, and the Badens of Mourning are that. You can clearly store uh, Alamancy and Ferrochemy. Cool. So why don't we get in to each of the types of Magitech, and a uh, good 60% will be on medallions, but we're not going to do that yet. The terminology gets a little weird on these. So the first sort of thing is unkeyed metal mines, which we do see an example of uh, in bands, because mm -hmm. Kelsina Shores has one. Uh, she has mm -hmm. a gold mind. And these are uh, metal mines that anyone can tap. So they're essentially regular metal mines, but they're mm -hmm. just identityless. Yes, anybody with the ability. With the ability, yes. That with the ability. Yes. Any ferrochemist, yeah. so any gold ferrochemist can tap mm -hmm. from an unkeyed yeah. gold mine. Yes. Yep. Which is very different from yes, anybody. That is true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, way, the way I think of this one is identity is the key that unlocks a specific metal mine to you. So if you have an unkeyed metal mine that's like you, you just don't need a key. You still need to be a ferrochemist, yep. but you don't need the key to access yep. yeah. that. Um, yeah, because yep. I've I've had unkeyed and unsealed mixed up in the past, uh, and so identity is the key is the way I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah unkeyed yeah. ones deal with blank investiture, uh, mm -hmm. blank identity, and and unkeyed is in the book at least once. So uh, unsealed is a different thing. Yes. I think the only weird thing, I, I don't know how much there is to talk about with the unkeyed metal mines, is just mm -hmm. like you'd need to be able to 
store fair chemical Duralumin. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's not Duralumin. Aluminum. Oh, no. oh, aluminum is identity. Oh, yeah. it's, it's aluminum. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, that's still weird. Um, I still this will not hate the most. That, that, that the, is uh, a bit strange. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. So you would have to both be a gold fair chemist for like the gold mine example and also have the fair chemical aluminum to store your identity in there so that you are identityless and then you store the gold mine, right? Yes. So you, ha- you have to have both those uh, abilities to make unkeyed metal mines. And yes. I suspect that the way the set is doing that is through hemolurgy. Yeah, yeah, that does seem uh, to be the implication there. Yeah, because we've yeah. seen both suit and sequence. We've seen both Edwin, Ladrian, and Telson. They have multiple spikes, yep. so the set is obviously knowledgeable enough of hemolurgy to uh, not only know how to use that uh, invested art, that investiture in the terms of this book. Yeah, but they are also knowledgeable enough to avoid harmonies. Notice, I guess, influence, Gaze. maybe. Right, yeah. not too many spikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they probably find some some poor, poor aluminum knots and spiked that ability out of them and have well, some they, other... Well, they would need to be fair chemists. Uh, right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the nets are the allomantic ones. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, do yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then they found some other poor souls with uh, <laughs> with gold and just like keep them under lock and key or whatever, just filling up metal mines. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because later in the book, Suits like, man, all of our experiments in hemology are worthless because these medallions are so much better. But uh, I mean, unkeyed metal mines are still useful and they don't really know the full detail on the medallions. Yeah, they're they're probably a whole lot cheaper to make in in the long term. Because uh, uh, unsealed metal mines, like, is we'll we'll be getting into that. But it's like, yeah, for to make an unkeyed metal mine, like, all you need to be able to do is mess with identity. Like, that's all you need to mess with. Right. Unsealed, you have to mess with identity and investiture. E, that's true. I, I was just like, hmm, cheap. In an economic sense, but uh, I mean, you are yes. killing people with hemolurgies, which is not cheap, but yeah. It's, yeah. Like, you don't have to do it with hemolurgy. There are many ways of manipulating identity. It's just a whole lot complicated. That, that's the, the cheapest way. way is to use hemolurgy. Yeah. Medallions, medallions are good for granting the powers, but then you can get your fuel source more, uh, what's the word, uh, uh, more easily accessible. Once you've got a bunch of unkeyed uh, metal mines. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I think that's all we got to talk about with unkeyed metal mines, right? Yes. That's, that's basically. Yeah. yeah. It, it's basically unkeyed metal mines are the simplest to understand. It's a simple hack. Yep. It's barely even technology. I wouldn't call this magic tech. I just uh, think it's yeah, I, I, I would. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Sure. What is much more complicated, though? is the primer cubes uh and that is different <laughs> uh, there's a lot going on here yes. with the primer cubes mm-hmm. also what wax calls allomantic grenades but the their actual name is primer cubes yep yes yeah. not capitalized by the way yep yep, mm-hmm. yep so these are the things that an ability can be charged in the cube and then, like, sent out. Uh, yes. 
and are enhanced. And they use et metal uh, slash harmonium. Uh, Harmony's got no only at metal, only at metal. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Yeah, that's required for the primer cubes to work and seem quite valuable because Mm, of that. Yeah. Yes. These are used in the airship. Yeah. As the almost, it seems like it's a a control mechanism as well as the power Mm -hmm. source. Um. I almost think that the Alimantic grenade part is a side effect of its use in the the, in true. the ship. True, true, true. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because I think his Alec wanted the give me the primer cube and I will do the thing. Yeah, uh, he's like, hey, can you charge it with your? I think he uh, asks uh, Wax to charge it with pushing first, and then he puts mm-hmm. it in the little slot. He turns it on, and the fans start blowing. So I think that the ship channels that Alimantic ability to get the fat to push the fans i guess yes it's yeah listening to like the introduction to this section was very interesting in my mind because it's like oh the primer cubes are like this whole big thing and like no like primer cubes are like the smallest part of this like they're the on switch like (laughs) yeah they're like it's the the analogy is like they're the pilot light like they're sure yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but it's like they're a very very small part of what's going on it's just like they basically kick off i mean they're the mission right they prime the ship for yeah shipping and i think they're really they're easily accessible like you put it in like it initializes everything yeah i think for me the most important thing that it that the primary cubes do is they make the the jump from people using alamancy for commute Mm -hmm. to objects using yeah right and i think Mm -hmm. that's Gonna be so big in like era four, like that's that's gonna be like the, even era three, honestly. Even like, era three, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so that's for me, that's like the the big thing that primary cubes introduce is objects using these things. Yeah. Yes, and like it was that was one of the few things we knew about the Southerners before we got this book. Yeah, it's like very shortly after Hero of Ages, like he like Brandon spoke about oh. That there are Southerners on the Southern Pole, blah 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 blah. They use a mechanical version of the metallic arts, and then yeah, for years we're like, okay, what does that mean? This this was like an eight year pro- uh, process of Brandon, like, oh, there's something on the you other see? pole, and slowly <laughs> getting out details that we just got here. It does seem like the airship is complicated in that, uh. Like it's using that primer cube much more effectively than just like throwing a grenade at it, right? Uh, yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> uh, so like clearly the airship design is doing specific things, and we don't really know like how that works, right? Mm-hmm. We, I think we have a good clue from elsewhere. The fabrial stuff from Rhythm of War. Uh-huh. I'm mm-hmm. almost certain that the primer cube and the device he slots into that makes the ship work, I could almost be certain that's probably very similar to a cage that is around oh. a fabrial. And that oh, allows the yeah, yeah, to yeah, flow yeah. Yeah, sure. through wires yeah, that yeah, connect yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. harmonium at the that's core of the cube. That's super plausible, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like the primer cubes and like this, these mechanical applications of the metallic arts, like they're 100% fabrials in terms yeah. of fantasy magitech yeah like this is a fabrial yeah it's yep. just not spread based yeah, yeah. I, yep, yep, yep. I would like us to actually step back 
from this and just go over how the primer cubes are being used yeah. and what they do and how they fit with the ships because yeah, sounds good. that's not something I would have remembered before my reread in any capacity. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so let's, assuming let's talk our about listeners it. are in a similar place, that could be useful. There's a lot that happens in bands. That's yeah. why we had so, to reread it yeah. to, to do this episode. So so let's go from smallest to biggest, right? Yep. So primer cubes, they're little the little metal cubes. Important to note is that they have what is essentially an on switch. Mm. Uh, and if you don't flip that, then the primer cube is not doing anything. Mm. If you do flip that, it has the ability to remember an allomantic effect, uh, probably a ferrochemical effect as well, Yeah, when it is so. touched to like somebody who is currently burning the metal or maybe storing into the metal or tapping a metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the physical touch is is an important component. What happens in the book is they all get on the little ship, the skimmer, uh, and they all store their weight, except for, well, they, they all store their weight, and then Wax puts on a couple of, of straps and then pushes on a metal plate outside of the ship, which is just the pushing anchor. It's, it's a launch pad, is what it is. Mm. And then the ship goes up. And Wax pushes as far as he can. And near the apex of their flight, what Alik does is he takes the primer cube, presses it against Wax, presumably after the switch has been turned on, and the cube remembers Wax's steel push. Mm. Uh, and then Alik takes the, the cube after a few seconds and then slots it in a special place in the skimmer, and that engages some kind of mechanism. And now the ship is broadcasting that push. Wax no longer needs to do that. Right. And what the ship is doing with the push is it is it is doing a propeller thing. It has like a fan on the bottom and it's a downward facing fan and that is apparently enough to provide buoyancy uh, mm-hmm. to the ship. All of this uh-huh. takes a, another step up, kind of, when we go to the big ships, right? Yeah. The one that the hunters took to the Temple of the Sovereign, uh, yeah. where we have right. two additional things going on. Oh, yeah. uh, one of them, and we see that in the, in the skimmer as well, is that the, f- the et metal in the primer cube is the, is the fuel. Yes, it provides the steel push, but a lick explicitly calls it a fuel and says, okay, well, this, this little primer cube, it's got only like a couple of days worth of a flight in it. Yeah, the, 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 the et metal within the primer cube is consumed in the process okay. of powering yeah. the, the thing. Yeah. So normally the ships have like storages of et metal that they use. Um, my understanding is that they don't normally use the primer cubes for that. Like the primer cubes fuel is like that's a last resort type of thing. Uh, okay. but mm-hmm. what, what happened is the the people from the set took all the et metal off the ship, and so now the skimmer is running on just this primer cube. And they were okay. going to use the et metal to blow the place up because it's very reactive, right? Uh, so I was talking about the skimmer, but also yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And so going to the big ship, uh, we have a similar thing where et metal is once again the fuel. They also have et metal bombs. Mm-hmm. That they were going to use to to blow up the temple. Oh right, yeah, because that's what the hunters' whole plan was to destroy yeah. the place, to drop yep. a big old yeah. city destroying. They bomb. decided not to. Uh, well, some of them did. Some of them did. 
also the ship crashed anyway yeah um they, the they died before that, they could decide not to i guess that's yeah. true <laughs> the other thing that has that, that we have going on for the big ship is that it has a mechanism to reduce its weight and i think mm-hmm. that is important so yep. with the small ship with the skimmer with the with the vilg that's not necessary every every passenger stores their weight and the fan is enough to like keep the ship and the equipment flying with a big ship obviously much bigger much heavier you you can't provide that much power with fans and so suits people mentioned that there is a mechanism there to reduce the weight of the actual ship and i have to assume that works in exactly the same way as the propellers do with allomancy except it is used with ferrochemy instead sure that ferrochemy part's interesting because it's like what metal mind is it storing into like is it storing into Mm. the like that's just an interesting thing because allomancy it makes sense that the metal would just you know be directly consumed almost like how preservation uh Mm -hmm. vin as preservation is like giving elland allomancy like totally fine Uh, that totally makes sense to me that metal would provide that but like fair Kevin, you need to start into a thing. So that, that, that's I mean, kind of presumably there are there are big blocks of iron. Of iron, yeah, to like yeah, yeah. To store into, and you just make it big an unkeyed metal mine, and then anyone could. <laughs> Do you know what really sucks about that though? Do you know what the heaviest metal is though? Is is iron is an extremely heavy metal, <laughs> and hmm. so you have to carry this big heavy block of metal uh, to make yeah. your ship lighter. It's the it's the rocket fuel problem, but for it's the yeah, pretty fuel much problem. It's, it's pretty much that uh, rocket fuel very heavy as it happens. Yes, yeah, that's interesting. I kind of had forgotten that. Uh, even still, uh, just that ah, uh, yeah, they they clearly have to be using ferrochemy there. Uh, but in terms of just locomotion, I imagine the big ship works exactly the same way as the small one. There are yeah. fans on the scale. bottom. Yeah, yeah, but it's this. that weight reducing part is why they're so vulnerable to winds and storms yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense i i do like that there is a consequence to doing these things mm-hmm. one thing with the primer cubes that is weird and or unclear to me. uh-huh well two things uh uh-huh. one how the hell do you put a power switch on that is that is oh, the power like switch... the actual mechanism of doing the switch yeah I, I, yeah very much like a fabriel i guess like yeah mm-hmm. i was gonna say like, like have bits of metal that slide into place that touch the metal in yeah, some sure. places mm-hmm. yeah. you know okay yeah because there has to be some sort of metal that channels from this like channels the ability from the surface where it touches skin all racium all racium yeah but I, I could see that being nitrocell like yeah, it makes sense. Nitrosil would also be would also be able to conduct. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. It is yeah. it is described as a silvery metal, um, <laughs> like half the and, metals at this stage. <laughs> well, more more than half actually. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is when they use the primer cubes in like allomantic grenades. Mm-hmm. There is a there's an interesting thing where the grenade doesn't engage immediately. Right. Yep. Yeah. So let's say uh, Wayne is burning band alloy, and then he presses the primer cube to his skin, and then the primer cube starts remembering the the speed bubble essentially. And if 
Wayne throws the cube away, you don't have a flying uh, speed bubble. What happens is a few seconds after the cube is thrown, or presumably a few seconds after it stops touching the skin, it mimics the ability. Yeah. I think it's like three to four seconds after it's been charged, it activates the ability Uh, that it's been charged with. Wax says a second or so after, but a small amount of time either way. That's very interesting. I could almost see that as being intent shenanigans. Where it's like, oh, Christ. when you're charging it, it <laughs> you don't want it to like, immediately start having that effect. And it's true. So, it's true, though. Yeah. It's like, it's possible. Yeah. It's a mechanic in the Cosmere. Mm. We're going to bring it up. And yeah. it might actually be yeah. a thing. Yeah. I was hoping for a mechanical explanation. There, there, there may well be that, though, as mm-hmm. well. I was going with like a like a chain reaction almost as like it, it takes some time to it takes some time to kind of like go oh yeah I'm doing this power and yeah, then yeah, it goes yeah, into yeah, power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that it requires the primer cube to be on their skin because that's like the same thing with metal mines. So uh, mm-hmm. that that's kind yes. of interesting to me. I, I think that it has to get in contact with your spirit web and like. Because that's how it connects. I mean, it's getting in contact with you. Uh, (laughs) I don't think it is. Yes, but like that's a mechanism like to get to the spirit web where like the actual magic is happening Mm -hmm. to to charge. And it's like it's the same difference. Yeah. But that means there are some interesting things that could happen where it doesn't technically have to touch you. It just has to get within your spirit web. Mm-hmm. And one other thing, uh, there, there's a reference on the skimmer itself. Alik's like, here, see, uh, Alik said, kneeling down and opening the compartment where he'd put the little cube that Wax called an alimantic grenade. It was attached to a metal shell, which glowed softly at the center. Alik pointed, and to the side she could see a greater light blazing with a pure whiteness. A stone burning like a limelight. I assume that's the et metal being burnt away mm-hmm. as it's being used. That has been my assumption. Which uh, is weird. That, that, that would suggest that there is more et metal in the ship than just, just inside the, cube. the primer cube. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would say so. Yeah, because it's, like, it's mm-hmm. not in the primer cube. So it has a little bit of et metal on its own. Mm-hmm. Unless what we are seeing is something that is akin to a furnace where... It is still the et metal inside the primer cube that is burning, but like you need this other machinery around it, and the machinery effectively quote unquote glows as it is like draining the power mm. from the primer cube. I, I think it's just an additional store of et metal. It's like it's that, the, the yeah. primary store. And it's so it's the fact that the primer cube will run out is still important. Because without that, you can't get the other bit started. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I think it's probably that. But it doesn't they... really think about how. Mm-hmm. how so it's going back to quickly the the kind of the fabrial design, how you'd have metal touching the et metal and then have mm. the et metal burn away, but not lose contact with those contacts. Because oh, I yeah, assume it would burn that's... from the outside in and like would fall down. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's. Yeah, I see what you're uh, saying. I mean, it could be like resting on a plate. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That's oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. One one thing that Alik mentions is that if or when they run out of the Etmetal in the cube, they would need to have wax power the motor that powers the propellers himself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Like they're, they're, what I'm saying is, like the ship is not completely stranded. If it runs out of Ed metal, it can be powered just by an Alomancer, but it's obviously mm-hmm. super inefficient. Yeah, that's very interesting, and that that leads me to another question. I was thinking, the Southerners don't have Alomancers, so who who are they getting to charge the cubes? Not at first. They do have Alomancers. They just don't have very many. Oh, they do. Yeah, that's yeah. how. Alec knows what waxes. They they worship them as as gods. They, they I believe they, they the didn't have. Uh, they didn't have any, and then Kelsier showed up and created the fire mothers and the fire fathers. Um, yeah, but those aren't Alamancers. But well, it's they have the genetic potential for Alamancy and fruit. Well, theoretically through me because it's they're, they're scadrians like that sure. is inborn so it's like they had just as much potential as the people in classical scadrian sure like right like elendi it's just yeah no, the northerners have lerasim injected it so like alamanders are super common so so the thing i'm thinking about right is the classical scadrians they literally needed the mist to snap them that that is what was necessary, but maybe because harmony changed snapping, that it works slightly differently. That you don't require that anymore. Y- yes, it's very hard to say how much harmony was involved in any of this, right? Because on one hand, his remaking of the world almost exterminated yeah. the Southerners, yeah. mm-hmm. but on the other hand, Et Metal doesn't show up in the North, as far as we know. Yeah. Right. But it definitely shows up in the South. Yeah, clearly. And, and it couldn't have shown up there before Harmony's Ascension because Harmonium, right? Yeah. And so he must have been involved in some capacity in the South. But it's really because, like, on one hand, he, he neglects them and doesn't save their lives. But on the other, he's like, oh, no, whoops, sorry, here, have some ad metal. Surely there must be some things Harmony did. That we just haven't seen, and that our characters are not privy to yet. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I know Brandon has been asked about this about like okay, why didn't Harmony save the Southerners? And I'm pretty sure Brandon gave a snarky non-answer. Yeah. And so the fact that oh yeah, at metal only shows up in the South, that this has to be involved somehow. Yeah. Which is not a connection I'd made before. Yeah. And so he could have messed with their genetics or. Mm-hmm. something yeah i guess uh i i was under the impression that they just did not have alamancers which uh, i guess must be wrong but i i just i missed that i guess all right so now the main event the medallions also yes. known as unsealed metal mines uh mm-hmm. and uh Ian, you got that term actually yes i did i was hoping you would say it doesn't show up in the books it does not because show up in the books. <laughs> it does show up in a book. There you go. The audio says, do you want to read out your, uh, your wob? Yes. I, yes, this is uh, my signed and numbered copy of Bands of Morning. And it's co- where I asked, 
uh, for the copper mind, what should we call the page about the Southerner medallions or how would Chris refer to them in an Ars Arcanum? Nice. <laughs> Let's call them unsealed metal mines, though Era 3 might use slay. Yeah, so that's what we'll call them. Uh, there, there might be a different term later. Uh, We're going to call them Sealies. Metalizes. Medallions. <laughs> Medallions, honestly. <laughs> yeah. So, the unsealed metal mines are very interesting. So, <sighs> these important difference from the unkeyed metal mines is that the unsealed metal mines have a ring of nicrosil, which stores investiture. That's that's its fair chemical mm-hmm. property. So it actually grants you the ability to be an alamancer or fair chemist in whatever variety is necessary. So like the first medallion that we see is, well, well, actually the first one would be a connection medallion. So those have three rings of metals that has the nicrosil it has the connection metal duralumin duralumin uh which lets you know elik talk to them and also wit which is so the duralumin and the iron are there for convenience they are not essential to the metal mine Uh, mm. well yes yes they are there so that when you are giving yourself the ability to store weight or mm-hmm. to tap weight or to store slash tap connection, you have a metal mind of the appropriate metal at hand. Yeah. But you can so, take those out, leave just the nicrosil, mm-hmm. and then touch like a metal bar, an iron bar. Mm-hmm. And, and you can and store that is in good that. enough. Yeah. 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 It, the the, the lumen is a tricky one because you're tapping the connection yeah because so you're tapping blades connection necessary yeah. to the functioning of the unsealed metal mind it's just necessary because like that's what you're trying to do like yeah, you, yeah. you want you, the you do connection that you're actually tapping it you're not storing connection you're tapping but, but you blank could, connection you it. could tap blank connection from any metal theoretically like, yeah, any, sure. with it with yeah. it's in it yeah sure, sure, yeah, sure. Drum in. yeah it, so like it, yes it is there for convenience it's just a slightly higher need than the iron yes yeah yeah because mm-hmm. the iron you're just storing yeah now uh, i'm gonna say something that might be controversial okay but oh boy let's already <laughs> i guess we could assume that the duralumin that they're tapping is an unkeyed metal mind yes uh how about i would <laughs> say yes but i do want to leave the can of worms as to blank okay. connection and stuff a bit later, uh, after we go into a we'll bit more detail on, yeah. on, on some <laughs> more basics, if that's all right. So another combo they have is weight and warmth. So uh, mm-hmm. and, and of course, note, there's always not a nicrosil ring right uh, on these mm-hmm. as well. And obviously, we see a copper one at the very end <laughs> with uh, mm-hmm. that coin, that uh, wax taps that has that Kelsier vision. Um. Mm-hmm. And importantly, the two ability medallions took a lot of experimentation for the Southerners to get right. And Alik has seen medallions with three abilities twice in his life. And 
every attempt at four power just totally failed. And, and apparently mm-hmm. you can't just you can't just hold multiple medallions. They will interfere with each other. Which makes sense. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Two things. Mm-hmm. So nine. this this medallion technology and especially the ones with multiple powers are all derived from um, the sovereign's original gift to them when he set yeah. up the whole yeah. fire mother, fire father thing. Right. So he, he went there, he saved their lives, he gave them a way uh, to, to be warm forever, and then presumably he left, and then they looked at his work and they're like, okay, what if we do this for weight? What if we do this for connection? Mm-hmm. What if we do this for weight and connection? Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah. it is possible that they haven't fully figured out whatever it is that Kelsier did. Well, clearly like, not. Well, th- yeah, yeah, right, because they haven't created their own bands, right? Right, exactly, yeah. But it's also possible that Kelsier just didn't give them, like, enough there to figure out. Like, he sets them with a single metal, uh, unsealed metal mines, and he's like, okay, peace. And then they figure out single metal to double metal to triple metal but maybe the way to something like the bands is a completely different direction. Like, mm. it's not just building on top of one by one. Uh, yes, and that, that's actually discussed in the book, because Wax talks to Alec and was like, okay, like, why don't you just, like, pass the medallion around and have, like, everybody just, like, store their own thing? And Alec has a very snarky response. It's like, yes, we've never tried that before. You are so wise. <laughs> the gist that comes out of that is like you, like a single person or at least a small number of people have to have all the abilities in order to make a single. That thing. is incorrect, actually. The comment is in the context of, well, why don't you just put 32 different medallions on you? That is true. And then Alec is like, oh, no, that doesn't work. They interfere with each other. Yeah, and that is when he makes a snarky comment. Yeah. That's different than what you said. It's not about passing the same medallion to 32 different people. But, like, there's also another scene about a single person being required to recreate the bands. Yeah, I do remember the quote about if someone had all 32 abilities, they'd be able to recreate the bands. I do remember something like that. Uh, sure, maybe. Yeah, I mean that has been our standing assumption, regardless. Yeah, Uh, if yeah. So let's talk a bit about the creation of the medallions. Open the first can of worms. There's a (laughs) lot going on on medallions. Uh, so with what Kelsier did is he create he gave us devices. He started the fire mothers and fire fathers who live to fill the medallions so that the rest of them can, you know, go out into the cold. And Wax asks, you can create these. And he's like, ah, if we have the metalborn to do so and the excisers, the excisers are the gifts the sovereign made for us. So presumably that's the devices. Right. And in the earlier passage, he actually calls them gifts explicitly yeah he says after he left we used his gifts yeah that is excisers yeah and we have no idea what excisers are at all 
nothing about them. They excise things. They excise things. Yeah. I'll say, I think me and Ian have have theories. Mm-hmm. I, I do have an, a theory on what excisers are. Let's let's talk about the things we know a little bit about before we go and talk yeah, about the yeah. things we know nothing yeah, about. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 A couple of things uh, that come in the context of creating the medallions are one, creating a medallion with multiple powers requires a, somebody who is very skilled in mm-hmm. Alix words. So it is not just a matter of like finding the right people. It's somebody who is very skilled. I don't know whether that person needs to be very skilled in like manipulating the storage of investiture, or if that's somebody who needs to be very skilled at working with the excisers, for example. Yeah, because the the quote, uh, so Wax is saying, so to create one with multiple powers, you must be very skilled, Leek said, more skilled than any who has lived among us, or, he chuckled, or you have to have all the powers, rather than adding yours to the medallion, then passing it to another uh, to have it added to. If that were the case, you'd be a great god indeed, as powerful as the sovereign. Mm-hmm. Doesn't this just say passing it to another? Uh, I think yeah, it so like, normally that. it's like, you just can't do that too many times. It's like it's like yeah, okay, okay, like adding a third ability is possible but difficult. Yeah, any okay, attempt no, to add a really fourth is. fails. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But but if you had all the powers, then you just don't have that problem to yeah, to you pass can it to another. Put, put them all in. Yeah. Yep. Skill skill doesn't come into play in that. Well, I'm sure there's still some craftsmanship, but yes, it, not not with this context, problem. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and the other thing is, uh, you can't strap on 32 medallions and gain all 32 powers because yeah. uh, they just interfere with they one interfere. another. Yeah. Investiture interferes with other investitures. Yeah. Super common Cosmere thing. Uh, part mm-hmm. of the reason why Twinborn exists, right? Uh, because like one of the reasons why the Lord Rulers kids weren't full Alamancers <laughs> and full Farrakhamists. I, I believe part of that explanation was that, oh, all the Farrakhami and Alamancers, they kind of interfere a bit or something. Yeah. Well, it's that's why fairings exist. The genes yeah. started mixing. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and the other thing that comes into the creation of like multiple power medallions uh-huh. is. Uh, well, so if you are creating a medallion that can grant, let's say, uh, weight manipulation and warmth manipulation, uh-huh. let's say, you would need, in Alix's words, you would need multiple Nicrosil rings, right? Because you can't store weight and warmth yeah. in the same metal mine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, are they multiple rings? I don't think there are multiple rings. At least not in this Spans of Morning chapter 21 that we have. Uh, that grants the warmth, Alex said. Uh-huh. It is a grand combination. Two attributes from separate rings. Took us long enough to make this work, yeah? Uh... Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I imagine so, it's similar to how tin you can only store yeah, one attribute. That, in. That has yeah, always that been sense. my uh, assumption mm-hmm. with uh, Nicrosil Ferrochemy from the beginning that like each Nicrosil mind can only store one power. Yep. So no, that that makes sense. That makes sense. 
And I think the reason that's not noted elsewhere is because if you put two Nicrosil rings next to each other, like unless you inspect them very closely, they just look like a single ring because it's sure, the same yeah. metal. Sure. I think something I, I, else. I do think they have to be separated, otherwise they are the same ring. Like if they're in contact with each other, they'd just be considered one ring. I don't know. I can in get two of... copper coins and I can have them touching and it's still two copper coins. Yeah, it's not I think that's one copper coin. Yeah. True. I, if you, you just start them with them. separate charges, then they're not gonna Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean putting two bits of metal to touching does not make them one bit of metal. Like that's just they will say, like, yeah, well, just in my mind, it's like you make the medallion them. and then you charge it. So it's like they, they'd be close enough that like they'd be one thing because they are one object. Oh, but if sure. Like, like in the actual charging, charging the process, process, or yeah, yeah, making yeah, yeah, the medallion, yeah. that's yes. entirely different. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. The, the the thing is the beautiful, terrible, horrible, ugly thing about the Cosmere say is that perception matters. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. And so. Yes. Two metal rings next to each other are still two separate metal rings for at least a period of time because they see themselves as two separate. Or maybe if rings. you yes. just crafted them as metal rings, they wouldn't have enough time to see themselves as yeah. uh, separate. Or rings. it's like you can put like one of the other metals between the two necrosil bands. Yeah, which like, which is, like you can just do that anyway. explanation to all of this. Yeah. I, really, I really wish I had a two pound coin with me because a two pound coin in the UK is made of two metals. But they're not like fused together. Like it's not the alloy. the the middle one is just goes into is like a sticks out and just goes into the outer one, and it's like they're two separate metals, but they're they're one object. Yes. Look uh, up how two pound coins are made. <laughs> if you want to see how that sounds insane. <laughs> uh, I I think one notable thing is that I think you still need to have both rings be like accessible and touchable from either side of the medallion because yes. you're putting yeah. the medallion against yeah. your skin yeah. your skin needs to be able to touch either yeah. metal so it's like yeah. if they're rings it's like okay so like inner nicrosil one metal outer nicrosil other metal so it's like they're still accessible from both sides and they'd be rings uh, yes yes that that is, that is perf that that could perfectly work so one other thing we definitely know about medallions and kind of how they're created is they actually only give you the ability to tap or store they don't give you both so you when you uh the weight one doesn't give you the ability to store and tap weight it only gives you the ability to store weight and the warmth only gives you the ability to tap warmth it doesn't then give you the ability to store warmth because they've said they don't know how to refill the metal mines once they're empty uh, that is well that part's that. true i don't know if i yeah. agree with that other aspect well if you could if if it grants you the ability to store heat then they wouldn't have the problem where they don't know how to store heat well, they would so just the, store the heat in my opinion the issue is that the ring that is the you know the brass mind right it's brass mm -hmm. uh that right. stores the heat you still need to make that an unkeyed metal mind. And so I think uh like you, you it, they, it has to also be unkeyed because if even if you had the if you were if you have the nicrosil part that gives you you now can uh, you are a fair chemist. Well that if it has identity tied to someone else then it just doesn't work, right? Mm. 
So mm-hmm. I, I feel yeah. like that is absolutely involved in that. Um, I, that I think this is exactly what's going on. I think that's exactly yeah. what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. and just for the weight ones, it's just, we are flying. Don't try and There's do no stupid crap. And like, it's also cold. So why would I, I, I think you can personally tap into the warmth mines. It's just they're reasonably dense enough that they last long enough that you don't need to do that. And also we're in the cold. Why would we do that right now? Mm. I don't know. I just, the way he, they say, we don't know how to refill them makes me think that they, they can't like, it's, they, it's just, and they can't. Yeah. There, but, there but, might no, be but, a bit more it's... than just making them identityless. Maybe. Mm. I think that's all there is to it. So what? you have, yeah. you have a medallion mm-hmm. and it grants you the ability to, to manipulate ferrochemical warmth. It already comes with a storage of keyless of unkeyed warmth in there. Right. And because it is unkeyed, you can, you can tap it. Anyone can tap that. But if you try to store in that same storage, you can't put something that, that has identity in it because then it's, it's mixing. You're trying to put yeah, but if right. it's empty, investiture next to unkeyed investiture. But if it's empty, then surely you could just have you could just go sit by a fire, store yeah. it for a bit, and yeah, then you refill empty, it. Yes, and then it could yeah. be yours. But yeah, and then it's yours. I, I don't know the way he says uh, the, this it's is true. this is this is Ed Warren saying this. That's if the true. set is the one saying we don't know how to refill these things, especially because they do know about that's a metal very important distinction. Yes, it's Ed Warren that says we don't know how to win. And that makes me think it is impossible because it only grants a tap or a store. And, that and also, that's kind of important to how I think the excises work. Well, see, so- <laughs> in this conversation, I actually had a very simple uh, idea for what the excisers are. It's so simple. I think. <laughs> let me let me give you the exact quote because I think it is very relevant yeah. in this case. So Edward says, uh, "So Wax says, you do know what the medallions do." And Edward says, "Certainly, uh, but their reserves of heat are not eternal, and we don't know how to refill them." We had to reserve their use for those who were suffering greatly from the cold during the trip. So what's happening here is they're not saying our medallions ran dry and we don't know how to refill them. They're saying we don't know how to refill them, so we had to ration their use. To well, only for- the-, the the set have had these for months. The ship crashed near New Seren. I assume month. I think it's months ago. And so I assume they've been experimenting on them for a while before they did this trip, is my assumption. I can accept that it that it is it could be a bit more than just making them uh unkeyed, right? Like hmm. there could be an additional thing as well. Because clearly the set knows how to make unkeyed metal mines, so well hmm. like I think that oh, would yeah, be reasonable yeah. for them to figure out, especially if like they could store the warmth and then tap it, but just not give it to someone else and do that. Like, I, I think that's a pretty reasonable jump for them to make, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. You, that's a really good point. That I forgot the, the the set have access <laughs> they, to the ability to make unkeyed. They literally know how to do that. The part. <laughs> they're, they're the guys that worked that out. Can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I can I give you a very simple thing for what the excisers are? Go for it. Sure, and I'm going to be very angry if it's the same as my thing. 
<laughs> uh, uh, I, I it, think all four of us are converging on a similar idea. Uh, by the way. It just excises the identity out of the Fire Mother and Firefathers. Oh, no, that, that oh, is no. not what I was. No, oh, I, I, I think, well, because that way, then you can just permanently have someone uh, just, you know, constantly storing the, the warmth. And that would be pretty simple. And it excises that is, a, a part of the spiritual uh, attribute. That is terrifying. <laughs> Permanently excising someone's identity. Oh, like, I don't know. I don't know. Rude. Well, I mean, uh, it, it does sound like the fire mothers and fire fathers. That that's like a revered position that they are just always doing that. So it, that could yes. be what is going we are on. Going to, we are going to give you this revered position and like destroy your identity. Well, because hold up, hold up, hold up, say, hold up. Oh. I, <laughs> Magical identity is not the same as personality. Yeah, you you can store a identity into uh, a metal mind and not like be. Well, I mean, to be honest, we don't actually know the differences your person would be as we're storing. Yeah, identity. I, I feel in a like metal there mind. would be consequences. There probably would be some consequences rather than purely a magical thing. Removing I, identity is part of what happened to the singers. So. It, it, you yeah, know, okay, obviously it's a very yeah, different okay, that's a bit, situation. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And so, it does say that the fire fathers and the fire mothers, they live to fill the medallions. That's all they do yeah. is just fill these medallions. Yeah. From mm. This is very fire. plausible, though. You got to admit, that's, yeah, that's very it plausible. Is. It is. But there's a very big thing. Uh -huh. uh, do you know, I want to let Ian go first. Yeah, okay. okay. Or his idea on What's yours? My very simple theory on what the excisors okay. are. It's like, Brennan has said that the Southerners have a mechanical version of the metallic arts, uh -huh. not mechanical versions of Allomancy and Furukami. Okay. Mm -hmm. What if the excisers are some sort of metal-powered mechanical hemology? What like that means, like... I have no idea, but... So, like, less that you're killing someone and it's more just... Huh. That's, that's, yeah, that's some... kind of interesting. Like yeah. I'm imagining that? that instead of a hemallergic spike, it's a vacuum, okay? And it's vacuuming up that aspect, and it's not going to mm -hmm. kill the person that you are taking the attribute from, potentially, mm -hmm. uh, which would be very powerful. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, mine, honestly... It, it well could be both of these things, Ian. Like it's a mechanical hemology that takes their identity. Like this, this all still works yeah. together here. Mm -hmm. Okay, Ben, what do you think? So this is <laughs> there is the one aspect of medallions that has been paining me for four, five years. Five uh, years how long now. it's been? It's been over what five years. years the ferrochemical microsil problem. Yep. Uh, oh, well, this is only a problem to you, personally. I don't see how this isn't a problem to everyone. <laughs> so, the the, the Nicrosil ring uh -huh. is there so that you can tap the Nicrosil, which grants you the power in the other uh, rings. But yeah. not everyone is a ferrochemical uh, Nicrosil frucumist. Oh, okay. So, so this how is, is it yeah, that yeah, everyone right. can tap the, the Nicrosil? And I think this is where the excisers come in. Okay. Because sure. I think as a uh, someone with, I assume someone with two powers, whether through hemology or something, they have the ability to tap and store or in Nicrosil, and then they also have an additional ability, for example, warmth. Sure. So they're, they, they're storing their warmth in this Nicrosil. 
Um, well, sorry, they're storing their ability to store warmth in the Nigrosome. There you go. <laughs> the excises remove, like they they get in the way of that. They 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 smash through that that connection between you and that bit of metal, and they leave and they excise the human from the the situation. Right? They they and what you're ended up with is you're ending up with a a Nigrosil metal mind that is like oh. I, isn't someone supposed to be tapping me right now? Like, they, you're Wait. essentially left with almost a blank, what? But, connected. But but Ben, wouldn't this just, mind. wouldn't this just be a Nicrosil mind that is unkeyed? Okay, so the person's got to have three powers. They've got to have aluminium. They've got to have and they've got to store their identity somewhere. Yeah, that is tricky. Store yeah, and so it it gets very funky, and so that's kind of what I feel like the exercises are. Is the exercises something we've not seen before? Uh-huh. They're not part of the three metallic arts, and it's something that interrupts that connection the person who's storing in Nicrosil has with the Nicrosil. And say, so for example, they're tapping <laughs> their their stored power. Then you remove the human from the equation. You excise them, and now you're left with a Microsoft mind that's going on. Isn't someone supposed to be tapping me? And so when you then put that Nicrosil on someone else, the metal goes. Oh, this person's tapping me and gives you the power. Interesting. Yeah. So I had a very similar idea, actually. Okay. Um, you, you you explain your idea, because Ben, I'm totally confused as to why you're yeah. saying the word connection <laughs> yeah. rather than identity here. Like what? <laughs> but it's think in terms of conduit, not connection. Yes, the conduit, yeah. Like like okay. the the spiritual thing that connect <laughs> but, but like uh, yeah. Links but relates like, you to the metal. Evgeny, uh, go. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. T- tell so tell me I, your thoughts. I, I approached this very similarly. I think I said uh, I started with exactly the same problem. Well, let's say you can store your ferrochemical ability to uh, to manipulate warmth, and let's say you can also blank out your identity, which are. <laughs> We don't know exactly how that's happening, but they are within like our imagination of how, how those things okay, work. Okay, sure. Then the problem becomes, how does somebody who is not a nicrosilfaring tap the thing? Sure. And right. the, the, the kind of conclusion I came to was, well, you need the excisors. We know yeah. that. Yeah. And you need it specifically, you need the excisors at the time of the creation of the metal mine, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, what if the thing that they're doing is they're making it so when you are storing, let's say, your ability to manipulate warmth, you are also storing the part of your spirit web that grants you. That makes you a nicrosil fairing, essentially. Wait. Wait, what? So you're also so you're storing your You're making it so whenever bias. the medallion yeah. touches somebody, it makes them a nicrosil fairing. Hmm. And it, but but you're not storing that in the metal mind, you're giving the metal that power. Is kind of you are yeah, so the way the way I think of it is um let let's say each one of the each one of the metals has a specific shape. Uh and 
I I tried to think of them in terms of blood types and and proteins, and it got real messy, and it's also going to be real messy to explain. Just but get over here. Say, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, each each metal is a different shape, and if you are if you're storing, let's say, brass ferrochemy warmth, you're storing a square. Let's say what you can do is you can store not just the ability to to manipulate warmth you can store what is essentially the ferrochemical gene that makes mm. someone a brass fairing and and that yeah. is still a square right you're not storing two different investitures in the thing you are you are storing brass ferrochemy plus I, I, oh, okay. I I'm, I gotta admit, I'm really confused. Like, it, <laughs> it seems like you two are wondering how you tap the Nicrosol mind and get yep. the yes. ability. This is the main difference between Unkeyed and Unsealed, is an but, Unsealed allows yep. you to tap Nicrosil without being a Soul Bearer. Uh, that is okay. the main difference. That yeah, is literally okay. the only okay. difference between Unkeyed sure. and Unsealed. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And yeah. so I think what the excisors yeah. are excising is that gene. Now, whether that excision remains permanent, and so mm -hmm. once you are done creating this medallion, you are no longer a... Uh, uh, whatever the brass fairing name is oh, or yeah. whether it returns mm. to you. So let me, let me give you a, a word of Brandon that is related to this, okay, but not exactly uh, the correct one. So this one actually comes from page runner uh -huh. who asks when you tap, when you tap a Nicrosil portion of a medallion, will it run out over time? Or is it like a copper, man, copper mine where something mm. discreet is taken and then returned? And Brandon says, like a copper mine. Okay. And so okay. obviously with copper mines, what's happening is you're putting a memory in and then you're taking the memory out. And the only like loss happens in your brain because your brain is... Uh, when you restore the memory in the metal mind, you are storing a poor, like a degraded version of it. Mm-hmm. And so it sounds like Brandon is saying something similar is happening with Nicrosil. Yeah, and so is. I think what's happening here is you are taking the memory, except it's not a memory. It's the ability to use, let's say, ferrochemical warmth out of the metal mind. And when you are done with it, it automatically returns in there. Yeah, which is the difference. Yeah, it's why it's similar, but not the same, because it then, goes back into the. And then the next word of Brandon that we have here. Uh, is also fairly interesting, which, which which is literally asking the thing here. So Nicrosil, Wax couldn't use a blank gold mine because he's not a gold fairing. Why can he use a blank Nicrosil mine? Uh, so this will all come out eventually, but the idea is there are certain ways to connect yourself to magic, to hack the magic and make it think you have the spiritual DNA that you don't actually have. And this is one of the ways. And the questioner says... So then the people who made this medallion have this thing that a regular Nicrosil fairing couldn't. Brandon, yeah, you're picking up on it. We'll dig deeper into it as the series progresses. 
And that's mm -hmm. the other thing. Like Brandon is saying, hey, you can hack the magic and make it think that you have the spiritual gene, the spiritual DNA, uh, mm -hmm. as I've been saying, to make the magic think that you have that power. Yeah. Uh, I think the idea kind of came from me. Uh, a bit of history on this, of where kind of this idea came from. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> I I was convinced Where's the for <laughs> I was convinced for years that the medallions had harmonium in them. I was convinced that they had a similar to how the primary cubes granted Alamancy or Furukami two objects. Uh -huh. The medallions had like a core inside of them because obviously you can have exposed to the air of at metal that granted abilities to people. I was convinced, but then in the book. The Alec talks about objects that use et metal, and he lists off, you know, the prime cubes and the ship, and he's like, he doesn't mention the medallions, medallions and it, it seems like a very intentional. He doesn't explicitly say they don't use et metal, but he doesn't include them in the list of things that do use et metal. Um, and so that's kind of where I was like, okay, cool, something needs to grant this ability. And I was kind of thinking blank connection, where you can tap it and it connects you to a thing. What if you gave an object blank connection, and so when you put it to your skin, it connected to you? And that's kind of where the idea came from. And so, yeah, that's how you trick it into thinking you have the spiritual DNA type of power, is the object is, you, you excise the person storing Whilst or the person tapping, whilst they're tapping it, and then you trick the object into thinking that anyone that's touching it is that person, kind of thing. Yeah, I I think not knowing what the excisers are because I think the excisers are this like just huge like empty yeah. spot, and yeah. it's like that's hiding all of the important bits of how this works. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, because there does need to be an additional step, huh? There does. Mm -hmm. Another interesting thing to. All, all to that effect is right. If you just blank out your identity and you store your ability to manipulate warmth, presumably another Nicrosil fairing would just be able to to use that. Like no yes. excisers required. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and so, assuming the excisers are doing this part that allows Nicrosil the to... blank identity. Yeah. Well, which they have to be involved somehow. Sure, 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 sure. Well, right. I'm just I'm saying, saying the identity issue is separate from the tapping the yes, yes, anyone yes, tapping yeah, yeah. the Nicrosil mind. Yeah. Like th those are yeah, different yeah, things. Yeah. yeah, we have we have we have three issues, right? Yeah. Um and, and so I'm saying we've seen unkeyed, which solve one of the issues, right. uh, which is the identity issues. Yep. We've seen unsealed, which solve all three. Yeah, right. Somebody mm -hmm. who is not a Nicrosil fairing somebody who is not the original person who created the thing, uh, and somebody who is not a fairing of, of like warmth or whatever. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, technically, theoretically, there is a step in the middle where you are solving the identity problem, mm -hmm. and you're solving the uh, putting multiple things together in the same medallion, but you are not solving the problem where the medallion grants the ability, where the medallion grants... Yeah. Ferrochemical nicrosil. Yeah. Okay. In that scenario, yeah, I think it should be possible for a nicrosil fairing, a different nicrosil fairing, to come in and make use of that metal mind just fine. Mm. Yes. I totally agree. I, I yes. Agree. yes. I, yeah. I absolutely agree. That has to be yeah. how it works. Yeah. And and like the this kind of magitech we haven't seen on screen. 
Yeah, because it wouldn't be very yes. useful. Yeah. So for for viewers, uh, what if you're thinking why I was uh, very confused by what Ben was saying is uh, Ben has some interesting ideas about the Nicrosil, but uh, we we have a great meme. I'll I'll put it on screen for you. It's just Nicrosil and <laughs> other crap, and then Captain America: Civil War, classic meme. <laughs> I believe the original context of that was not related to the medallions, but rather uh, enhancing. Enhancing Alamancy using Furukami. And I have walked back on that. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because that was insane. I was wrong about that. That was insane. (laughs) Um, But, like, no, I absolutely agree that if you're not a Nicrosulfaring, how do you use the metal mines? That is the medallions, and that's totally a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Mm See, I really like my exciser idea that it's excising the identity because that really like very neatly solves that problem entirely, but it yeah. totally does not solve this Nicrosol issue yeah. at all. Yeah. Not yeah. even I've a little had bit. A document in my Dropbox for like since 2017, literally just called the ferrochemical Nicrosil problem. And it's just got had my thoughts I've been having over the years jotted down in it. It's like two pages long at this point. So Eric? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think there is a way for you to still be correct in this. Okay. For the record, I think I'm the most correct of the four of us, but there is a way for you to be correct as uh-huh. well. Respectfully disagree. That is, <laughs> uh, the excisors uh-huh. could be multiple, let's say, uh, 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 pieces of Magitek that use hemology in very specific ways. Sure. And, mm-hmm. But they are different ways. And so like, you can have the left excisor, which gets rid of identity, and you have the right excisor, which does the thing where uh, you you now look like a fer- uh, nicrosil fairing, and you need yeah. both excisors. Sure, sure, to, sure, sure. He does say excisors plural, but I guess my question then is, like the identity thing, you need to excise a thing, and with this, with the nicrosil. Like tapping the nicrosil, it's almost like you you don't need to remove something. You need like nicrosil plus in a way, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to get yeah. the word how what is it excising to the plus? No, 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 no. But you no 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 the but person you, the person's fairingness. So oh, so you're just saying like that exciser is literally so, like know? essentially putting that attribute itself into the medallion. You know how um, Larasium alloys grant specific elemental yeah, abilities? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm saying the same thing, except you don't have to eat the medallion you or just touch it. the exciser or whatever. <laughs> but in, in the same way that a Larasium alloy grants somebody a specific elemental ability, I'm saying the exciser grants the bearer of the medallion that's ferrochemical or alimentic ability. So in your kind of the way you're thinking of things, is the the soul bearer, the nicrosil fairing, are they they're no longer a nicrosil fairing after they've been that's excised? That I don't know. Cause like because, medallions seem very common, right? Yeah, like, it has to that has, the, the way of creating them has to be sustainable. Yeah. Like, it, it, exactly. Yeah. So So that is something I don't have a good answer to. Um, okay. Okay. What if my mechanical hemallergy, it uh-huh. doesn't steal the ability, mm-hmm. it creates a copy of the ability. Oh my god, oh. that would be Ooh. so overpowered. 
But like, it would. But, <laughs> but it's like yeah. it's almost the only way to, if you're they're mass reducing the. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. And so... it's like there is some like skill involved because mm-hmm. like because like you can't just like keep sticking the same thing. Like, what if it's like it's we propose like skill using the excisors. It's like hmm. it might not just be as easy as basic yeah. hemology. I do think the skill comes from the person using the exciser, which I assume is different to the person storing and tapping the uh, storing type of metal mines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with with Yeah, I, I mean I don't know how much there needs to be in craftsmanship in the actual like structure of the rings. Like there there's room for that to matter as well in some mm-hmm. respect. But it, I, I think the exciser is probably yeah. are more important. I guess huh. it, it is very possible that the, the skill comes from whoever is using the exciser, right? Whether that is the person who is also tapping or storing rather their ability, or whether it's a it's a third party essentially who's doing. Because a lot of the times when I think of the excisers, I think of like hemallergic acupuncture. So uh, we've mm-hmm. seen hemallergy as a very direct, very blunt instrument mm-hmm. yeah you are strapping two people together and you are just driving a railroad spike through somebody's spleen or whatever spiritual spleen it's spiritual spleen, well, and very, also physical maybe spleen. literal maybe spleen. Maybe both. <laughs> both really um but i i would be absolutely on board with the idea that if you were using the excisors instead of you know strapping two southerners on top of each other and then spiking them in a specific way you have like these these needles and what you are doing is you are essentially doing spiritual surgery with Uh them Mm -hmm. and so you need to be really skilled to maybe one not remove the ability entirely like maybe maybe the goal Mm -hmm. here is you want to take enough from the person's spirit web so that the thing that you've taken can grant somebody else the ability uh-huh. but also you don't want to take too much so that the person's spirit web can recover itself over time that's one oh yeah option. okay mm-hmm. sure yeah. sure sure yeah. Uh, because we know that for example if uh miles or uh, a gold compounder were uh tapping gold and you steal his ability to tap gold the gold that he's tapping is going to restore that ability. Wait, I what? think it's if you tap his ability to I burn will... gold, not his ability yes. to burn. tap gold. Yeah, yeah th- so th- that, that's how the... They need their okay. healing to heal that. But yeah, well, you can use magic healing to heal I remember a it magic wound. The, the healing energy that he's tapped kind of continues flowing through him and restores him, even though he's no longer able to... I think that are, might be true, but I believe the word of Brandon we have, it's his allomancy was stolen. His furukami can heal that. Because like I feel like if you get your furukami stolen, like you, you are no tap longer tapping. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you so literally cannot tap. Uh Kyrgyzstan specifically okay, sure. asked, could Miles heal back his allomancy if it was spiked out of him? Which Brandon said, no, he could not. He would no longer oh, be okay. an allomancer. But then Kyrgyzstan then clarified, oh, I thought maybe if he was like super tapping his existing health, to which Brandon said, oh, I see what you mean. Using furukami to heal a removed portion of the soul, that's plausible, so not so different from healing other kinds of soul wounds. Okay. If he survived, then yes, his this might actually work. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not about so, the... Yeah. 
but theoretically, like maybe you can restore. Yeah, your I like that. Mm -hmm. Plus, to be fair, if you're creating medallions, we don't know if they've got health medallions, do we? Uh, I don't uh, think we saw anything. I mean, any of those. They, they, they totally could. Like, I don't no see why that would be yeah. any different than any mm -hmm. of the other ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could use those to heal people that you've you've acupunctured things out of. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just it just sounds like Kelsier only gave them excisers. I mean, there there could be a lot in that, but like if it wouldn't just be like a gold medallion, right? Yeah, uh, because otherwise they would. I don't think uh, on this the the exciser would be the the the, the acupuncture the hemolytic acupuncture the needles knowledge the or the spikes. well right yeah. but like yeah that suggests to me that Kelsier did not give them like healing stuff right mm. oh yeah because yeah. they wouldn't right. have that to begin with so they right. have to exactly. then work it like, out yeah yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. like That's what I mean. yeah the original ones they they wouldn't have that maybe they could have that now potentially but <laughs> so. Do we do we want to touch on the fire mothers and fire fathers for a moment to yeah. let these thoughts just uh, simmer in our brains yeah. for a little bit? Yeah, what, what, what's going on with the fire mothers, fire fathers? I, I'm so, now afraid to know what's going I, on. I, I, I really like mothers. the idea that they're identityless. Um, so historically what happens is uh, the Southerners were living during the days of the final empire just fine, and then comes the Catacendre, um, first Vin and then Harmony shove the world around a little bit, um, yeah. which results in a change in climate in the south and people are fleezing. Fleezing? Freezing. <laughs> well, they'll need Left some fleece. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be fleecing, I can freezing. tell you. <laughs> um, uh, freezing left and right in, in what Wax describes as mildly cool temperature or yeah, whatever. So it's basically normal earth weather but they were adapted to survive in final empire yeah. heat yeah and yeah. so kelsier shows up he he gives a very short very dramatic speech to at least one of them <laughs> and yeah at some point started the fire mothers and fire fathers uh -huh. who live to fill these metal mines so the rest of us may leave our homes i i, I actually want to give a bit more clarification on the heat okay, okay that they were adapted to because you you refer to it as they were adapted to final empire heat which the final empire was safe and habitable 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 because the ash mounts yeah. were cooling that area the rest of the planet was dramatically hotter yeah that's true that's true so it's like they were adapted yeah. to that like they they didn't generate as much internal body heat because they didn't need to. It was super hot outside. And so when yeah. it cooled to normal body temperature, normal earth temperatures, it's like they're still like generating that lower level of body heat. But humans, humans need it need higher than higher. what they're generating. So they're freezing. Right. Um, yeah. And so these fire mothers and fire fathers are presumably some people, um, a number we don't know how many who uh -huh. are just sitting in a place maybe like maybe they are heat compounders uh mm -hmm. maybe they are just sitting by a fire all the time and yeah. storing weight uh storing warmth storing yeah. warmth storing warmth how could have kelsier done that that's a good question uh let's start with a smaller question maybe do we think 
the Southerners had fire souls, uh, ferrochemical heat manipulators, and then Kelsier showed up and like helped. <laughs> no, right? They they couldn't have because if they did, mm. they could have just started a fire and then. Yeah, yeah. They, no, 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 no. But they couldn't have because they didn't know how to create medallions at that time. So like the mm. fire souls could have stored heat for themselves. But they couldn't but give it out because of identity mm-hmm. and the granting problem. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the tricky thing also is allomancy genes are present in all Skadrians. Yeah. But as far as we know, Furukami was only within the terrace. Yeah. So here's yeah. when he started the Fire Mothers and Fire Fathers. This is kind of going off your idea, Eric. He gave them a bunch of spikes. <laughs> He gave them brass spikes, uh, sorry, fire soul spikes, and potentially also uh, Nyquil uh, soul bearer spikes. And nice. so now you give these to people. This person sits by a fire, stores metal mines forever. When that person dies, you then take the spikes out and just give them to the next person. And then you've started a line of fire fathers and fire mothers. Yeah. Fire yeah. fathers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That that would that would make sense. He also gave them the excisors, though. And that's that's something different. That's for making yeah, the medallions. That, that's yeah. Yeah, 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 that's okay. a that's a different thing for okay, making okay, medallions. Sure. Yeah, that's plausible. Uh, how Kelsier found Nicrosil things of like, wow, he was very busy <laughs> a- after the end of Secret History then to get himself yes. a body and figure out how to do all this crap. That's for sure. Kelsier like, does not strike me as the type to be turned off by hemolurgy's uh, less desirable aspects. <laughs> Give well, some noblemen he... over here. We'll test it real good. <laughs> Easy peasy. Who are your leaders? <laughs> um, he did gain some measure of understanding of how the metallic words during his brief ascension. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. And so he, he didn't have to like figure a lot of these things out. For, for some of them, it would have been a matter of like finding the right spikes or finding the right people mm. to make the right spikes. Uh, it is also notable that during the later years of his life, uh, Spook was writing about the ethics of hemology. Yeah. And mm. uh, one of the ideas he had was, well, if we have an Alamancer who was in his last day or in their last days, uh, like they're dying, why shouldn't we take their power with hemolurgy? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that could be an idea that came from Kelsier originally, mm-hmm. and it may have been used by Kelsier during those first few years of them working together. Mm-hmm. Oh. I would say a- attitudes towards euthanasia on Skadriel might be a little bit different if there is something to gain out of that euthanasia. Yeah, yikes. That is, I mean, that's yeah. true. Uh, but fortunately, yeah. the general populace doesn't know about Hemolurgy. Yes. So, yet. Mm-hmm. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, it, it's complicated because, like, if the individual is like, yes, like, spike this out of me, I want it passed on to my descendants. Like, the ethics of that are like, okay, you want us to kill you by stabbing you with a spike. Ah, yeah, yikes. It's like you're willing, but is it ethical? Mm. It again. We're coming at this from Earth. 
ethics yeah and yes. <laughs> so it's it's yeah yeah is uh, it is it is it that different from from being an organ donor right <laughs> well i mean m most of the hemallergy you instantly die when, when spy well i guess not instantly die but your spirit web is mm. Very damaged, and uh, you'll bleed out pretty soon after. So. No, I I, I agree so. that it's it's deadly, but for me, I think because for me, it's it's. I was when you said organ donating, I was like, oh, it's actually kind of similar to organ donating, except when you get a new organ from someone, it doesn't give the ability to like fly, and so if it yeah. did, I think people would be motivated. In some Spike ways, this out and you become one of the X Men. I'm like, hmm, <laughs> yeah. Like, and so it's like, and, and also too. like organ doning, like that happens after the person is dead. Right. It's like you don't <laughs> kill a person to get their organ. Get the organ, yeah. They yeah. die and then you get their organs. There, there is yeah. death and there is death. <laughs> yeah, which like yeah. makes the whole ethics of like people like who are brain dead that have like organs that could be passed on is like. Do you just kill the brain dead person? Yeah, and that's, like, that's yeah, what I'm referring to. Like, that's exactly the yeah. thing. It's not good. Like it, mm, I am not a doctor. I don't want to make those decisions. Yeah. If you're let's, an organ donor and a gold fair, fair chemist, you just tap that health and then your organs back. Pop those livers out. Liver after liver. You still have to be a match though. Uh, no excisors yeah. to remove all the uh, biological and non-spiritual constraints to that. I was, the I was liver about to say, anyone can use. <laughs> imagine the the because obviously we have like a black market organ doning in the real world. Uh, or, sorry, organ doning in the real world. <laughs> Donor. Um, yeah. yeah. And I was like, so imagine that in schedule, but then that's kind of what the set is already. So yeah, that's what they're doing. They're literally the black market. That, that's uh, literally what they're doing. Yeah. Organ harvesters. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I I was so this is completely off topic, by the way. But I yeah we're uh, yeah. I listened to our episode or your episode with uh, Murphy Napier recently. Nice. Very recently. And one of the things that not surprisingly was brought up was the whole uh, kidnapped women breeding uh -huh. program thing. And having thought about medallions and metal mines so soon after that, it made me wonder if the actual, like what's actually happening is less dire than what it is and maybe the kidnapped women are being used to fill metal mines not to breed elementers well but the the thing is the set said they didn't know how to well they, they couldn't be unsealed right and yeah. we yeah. know that they had hemallergic spikes they could be using them to fill unkeyed ones, for example, unkeyed health for the, yeah. the top True, level people to use. Wouldn't they want their higher ups to get the abilities? I don't know. You give the gold spikes to uh, your higher up members, and then you give your uh, identity spikes to the lower down members who then fill gold mines for. So the, the natural gold people. <laughs> okay. Are, yeah. Okay. Sure. Have. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Important thing to know. The women were st um, stolen because they have a very pure line of allomancy. Yeah, it wasn't fair. Not oh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was hoping you wouldn't remember that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Ian remembering something, that's never happened. Mm. Um, yeah, that's I, I okay, hey, yeah, look, that's maybe, maybe they just got murdered. I mean, I, yeah. I, I feel like the implication is that they became spikes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, weird, weird thing to be 
excited about. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I mean, I'm not excited about it. That's that's, that's not great. Uh, well, hashtag not great for sure. Let's uh, let's circle back to the episode though. Yeah. So we talked about unsealed metal mine creation. We talked about the excisors a lot. Uh, still don't really know what's going on. We talked about the Nicrosil problem uh, and how it grants the actual ability. I do want to talk about blank connection, though. So let, let me read the quote about blank connection. Alik is talking about, oh, well, you you can't wear the metal mind. I have to wear the metal mind. And he says, because we're in your lands, the visitor always has to wear the medallion. It's filled with connection. Yeah. Blank connection to no place. But connection can't just be connected to nothing. So when you tap it, it reaches out and connects you to the place where you are. Makes your soul think you are raised in this place instead, so your language changes. I love that he immediately contradicts himself by saying, blank connection's not a thing, yeah? And then, then how are you tapping it, Alec? <laughs> well, it, it's not a thing in, like, it's a thing that can exist in a metal mind. Yeah. I, but no, it, it doesn't I, exist outside of... Yeah. So that all makes sense, and that's a lot like, you know, Shy's like forgery. It's it's like tricking those connections. Sure, that's fine. How the hell do you store blank connection? That's the thing mm. that I'm like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? How do you do I that? Have, you have to I have, excise someone's yeah, sure, home. Sure, why not? <laughs> no, I, I have always assumed that the act of storing connection automatically stores blank connection. Oh, that really? that's also been my impression. Oh, really? Oh, okay. you were, yeah, you it's like you store story. connection. Yeah, connection. Just just connection. Yeah, right. It's just like nebulous. Like okay, like, and then you're tapping connection. Like it wa- it wants you to connect connect you to something. So it attacks connects you to where you are. But it, hmm. it probably finds like the largest huh. recipient of connection around you, which would be the link. Because like tapping connection doesn't connect you to like the person next to you. It connects. This is this has been what I was thinking. You're so you, what you're doing is you're not storing. You're not actually storing completely blank connection. You're storing a your connection to your homeland, which is blanked out, mm-hmm. because that's how it knows to connect to your homeland and not the guy sitting next to you and making you best friends or something. I don't know what it would do. I think connection is connect. Like connect connection is a rope. And whether that rope ties you to the person next to you or to the ground or to the ephemeral force of gravity, it doesn't matter. A rope is a rope. You're you're putting a rope in storage. And the thing is, when you are tapping that connection, the rope has to go and connect to something. And you have you have options. And at the end of the day, it is just Brandon's decision of, well, how does the Cosmere work? And I think what his decision in this is, it's not connects you to the nearest other thing. It connects you to the nearest biggest thing, which is the land. Ah, uh, see. Yeah. I, I think there might be an element of intent here, where it's like you're tapping connection and you're intending to connect to the land. Or it's just like connecting to the land is the default. And it takes skill to figure out how to use that to connect to other things. I guess the thing that gets me is that if you are tapping connection to a land, and if if it was an intent thing, wouldn't that just be storing your connection to 
your land. And so like, I don't think the default is blank connection. So I, there's two I, things. I, I yeah. do not agree with that. I think there is something more to that because like if you're storing your senses, you are storing one of your senses. You're storing. And so I think you would be storing one of your connections and you are connected to a whole variety of things. How you determine what you're storing, there could be a lot of skill there. Like, could you store your literal connection to ruin and preservation or one or the other? Maybe. I don't know. So I guess I just don't see how you can blank that. That's the part mm. that I don't get. So, Eric. Yeah. We agree on something. Wow. Look at that. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> I completely hey. agree that you would be, I think the storing is you're storing what you have, yeah. uh, your connection to something. Yeah. And then similar to Tin, how you store either your eyes or your ears, you store a particular connection as well. It's and your so ability you're storing if it's Nicrosol, yeah. you know? Hmm. Yeah. So I, th that is a compelling point. And, and oddly, the thing that's the, sways me in that direction is actually the thing you didn't mention till the very end, uh, which is that connection is a spiritual attribute. Yeah. And the only other instance or the only two other instances of a spiritual attribute that we've seen manipulated like that are investiture, in which case you are not just storing hmm general me or general yeah, You're storing a specific ability and it is you're your storing ability. Your so I was going to say you were storing your ability to manipulate weight or whatever. But I now wonder if the connection you are storing is just blank connection. What if the investiture you are storing is not blank investiture, because I don't think that makes any sense. Sure. But blank investiture in the sense that you don't need to blank out your identity like you are storing the generic ability to use ferrochemical weight so it is it is a specific type mm. but like it still has your identity because it's your generic ability to yeah like it's still part yeah, of your soul yeah. so like it has that identity charge to it like encryption yeah. around it but the one thing i was thinking of is that back at the beginning of the episode when we were talking about investiture in terms of like the thing you store in frukami where it's like investiture is this whole big thing and ferrochemical investiture is a narrow wedge connection is this whole big thing ferrochemical connection is this narrow wedge where it's like Yes, like you are connected to all of these things. You might not be able to store all of them. Like you can only store like a certain subset uh, of like sure. what connections you have. Sure, sure, sure. The sure, main sure. one being your homeland. Regional. Yeah. And sure. I was gonna say, do we have a wob on whether we you know and I I know I keep going back to tin, but tin to me is always one of the most interesting because of the you're storing separate senses. Yeah, right. Um mm -hmm. if can you well, you obviously have the five senses but can you store the other senses you have like your proprioception and your like balance in tin no. as well um you can't can store more than the five if you have more because i i think it's like th there is a word of brand about this like other 
animals have other senses. Yes, um, that like shocks, you can like store those. Let's spike yes. some bats. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's like I think it's like I don't know proprioception. Uh, I think it's like ability. because yeah. that's internal. Yeah, uh, for people that don't Focus. know, that's your ability to know where your limbs are, even with your eyes closed. That's proprioception. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's like we we learn about the five senses, even though like humans do have more. It's because like those are the five senses we use to experience the outside world, whereas proprioception and like your sense of hunger, like which is technically a sense, like it's, it's all like internally focused. So I think mm. so. It's be interesting, like if you can st store internally focused senses or just externally. I guess. I suppose there is some room for perception mumbo jumbo, but at the same time, when you burn tin, you're not exactly like, wow, I'm really hungry, right? Or something, right? Or like, I'm really I'm full. super aware. I just feel I really right full right now, which like could be interesting, but maybe. well, something like that, presumably, you like era three, era four, you would use an unsealed tin hunger metal mind to like help you lose weight because you are constantly storing your sense of hunger in there oh that's a I really like good, yeah that's a really good point yeah for sure but yeah. but uh steering steering back to blank connection i don't think blank is the default because if it was the default why are we mentioning it that it is a special like why is it are we saying blank connection so like this makes me feel like it is distinctly different but it also has to be easy enough that this is the preferred way to do this but, yeah but i suppose if you want to go to another place it is advantageous for you to have your very complicated medallion on you rather than you need to wear this thing and now i can talk to you because now you're connected to my people right mm. also because that presumably those connections would interfere because that individual person is already you know in their home connected they're connected to, to their yeah. home i don't know mm -hmm. i don't think it's the default i <laughs> i seem i feel quite convinced by that so um, i've just had a really funny idea that uh, like some some uh elantrians come over to southern schedule uh -huh. to come visit and they're like here's this medallion so you can talk to us and they're like oh thanks they put it on and immediately lose their elantrianness and they're like oh no <laughs> <laughs> like, take it off well i mean you just stop um, tapping it yeah you just you just stop it's it. probably worth noting that this seems different from what dalinar is doing yeah Yes, uh, because when Dalinar wants to speak another language, he seems to be connecting to a specific person yeah. from that land instead of the land itself. And Brandon has he... said that Dalinar's is better and the medallions are kind of a lesser version of what's mm. actually possible. Uh, yeah, because the bondsmith is going to have a way, <laughs> way much like better control over it, it, connection. The, manipulating connection is literally their thing. Yeah, yeah. How, how much uh, the Dralman fairing has over storing connection? Unclear. <laughs> it is, it is, yeah, that's a... we do not know. The terrorist people are experimenting with this. Very helpful. Thanks, Brandon. Um, <laughs> All the spiritual attributes, if you didn't know, uh, they're like, oh, well, they're they're under heavy experimentation, so they can do all sorts of things, presumably. Hmm. Um, I imagine there is a default, but I, I don't know. It It is very weird with these spiritual properties, like hmm. what you have to be thinking about to, ta to store 
in there. Like fortune's probably fortune and identity are probably the easiest because there's not like different things, but like connection seems like one of the most complicated ones. And investiture, yeah. if you have multiple abilities, like you do need to intend to store yeah. a specific thing, right? So I, I, I guess I guess what this boils down to is what's happening to you when you are storing connection. Yep. Do yeah. you become right. disconnected from everything? Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. lose your connection to the land, to other people, to yeah, like the natural fabric? Yeah, like, yeah. If yeah, if you're storing like like just your generic connection to everything, then it kind of makes sense that when you're tapping it, it is blank. Because it's like mm. it's not any specific you're not storing like, oh, your connection to this. It's like all of your connections are growing weaker. So it's it 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 is generic connection mm. that's being stored. But it's like yeah, when you tap it, it's like you can't have like blank connection. Like that's it's going back to what Alex said. It's like you can't have blank connection. It's it's automatically going to connect you to something. I guess I'm like, why don't we just do this? Why do we even need to store the connection? Why don't we just do a Nicrosil mind where someone just stores connection instead, like the whatever the wearer's wearing, just like storing their connection instead? I don't know what you mean. Don't understand. Well, they, I, I guess. I guess that wouldn't like grant you a connection to a specific place, I guess. But like it yeah. would lessen your connection to like your homeland and such. And like I, I guess I don't know why that doesn't work as well. Because like then you're connected to no place. You're not being connected to where you are. Yeah. Like goal. You're just like, blanking out like your old yeah. connection. Okay. I don't think it's the default. To the land you're S- similar to how like blanking out your identity doesn't give you a new identity. You sure, just okay. don't have an identity. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though we do also have no idea what actually happens when you, you actually store that. True. But yes, I imagine that that would not be the case. Yes, true. I, I've been reading a lot of the Mistborn Adventure game uh, rule book, uh-huh. and that has some interesting ideas on uh, these questions. Yeah, it's not canon. Certainly not canon. Another. Another idea I want to bring up that I don't know if I have strong feelings about, but it just okay. came to me. And it's possible, I think, that if you are blanking out your identity, you are kind of automatically also blanking out your connection as well. Because connection <sighs> connects you to other things, but if there's no you, what's the connection? So th- I think this goes back to something you said against me earlier, where it's storing identity doesn't get rid of your personality. Okay, sure, but connection. <laughs> yes, yeah. So it's like not the yeah, same thing. If they are tied yeah. in some respect, yeah. Like, like I, I do think it might be related, but. <sighs> It's so hard to say until we see someone actually storing these attributes on screen. Yeah. Rather than us just tapping things that someone already did some other time. I'm very excited for like next year when The Lost Middle comes out and we're just wrong about all this stuff. (laughs) We gotta be getting more. Like, no question. I'm expecting like most of these questions to be answered in Lost Model, which might be a bit too ambitious. I don't know if we're gonna get to see excisers or something, but. I, I feel know. like we have to get something juicy. 
not out of the question. Yeah. Mm. I mean, all of Dragonsteel's like, oh, wow, a lost metal. It's going to be crazy. So, yeah. I mean, we'll yeah. see. We'll find out. I have, I have never seen this many of them so excited about something. Mm. And like, they're not yeah. necessarily personally excited, but like the fact that they're all like going out of their way it's to crazy. come to us and be yeah. like, you guys are going to like this. And yeah, like, what's going I, on? I, I, I was chatting with Peter, and he was like, "Is there a list of all the podcast topics you've done?" And I'm like, "Uh, I mean, I mean, there's yes, kind of a you lot go of to them. the videos and scroll through." Uh, yeah, so he he did not give me any details because uh, he realized that any anything that he says would uh, you know give, yeah, give things away. But that's fine. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh maybe you should guys uh try to record an episode on <laughs> Cobb. <laughs> one B or two Bs. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. There's two two potentially one Cobbs in the Cosmere. It's also Cobbins Cyberverse. Um anyway, steering back on track. I think we have talked about most of the issues that we need. We have talked about unsealed metal mines a lot. We've talked about excisers. We talked about the primer cubes. So I personally am wondering if you guys have any other final thoughts, because I think we hit most of the things. There is one piece of technology uh -huh. that we we don't know jack about. Okay. And it may not even be Southern schedule in nature. Okay. And that is the light in the temple of the sovereign. Go on. All of you look confused. Yes. Great. Indeed. indeed. I vaguely <laughs> I, remember. I, yeah. That. They have, mind you, I don't think that is the case, but they mm -hmm. have what looks like electric lights. But they're not electric lights. They're like, like they, they touch a panel and then an eerie kind of illumination. Well, <laughs> don't you mean an eerie illumination? <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Like the bad. entire temple. Yeah. And huh. there's no clear source of that light. Mm. Uh, there's no real explanation of what that light is. But it's a thing that is in a temple that was built 300 years ago. Oh, and also the uh, symbols on the primer cubes are similar to symbols in the temple, I think. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which is that makes but, sense. Yeah. But different from the symbols on the door <laughs> that they go through to get to the fake, well, to the first fake, fake. Ben's yes. Morning Altar. Yeah. So, so we have. <laughs> we just need to do an entire episode on just the Sovereign's temple. <laughs> just the temple. <laughs> like, we didn't like even maybe. talk about his priests. Like, well, <laughs> well, we're not supposed. This is not. This is not this episode. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yes. what maybe I'm getting out of this is that. The primer cube has like Southern Skedrian or Mawish symbols on it. So yep. does the temple, but the temple also has other symbols in there that are not, mm -hmm. yeah, those. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know what the light could be. Uh, I have a pet theory that there are uh -huh. Irie that have been involved in in the <sighs> construction of the temple. So glad and I made so, the joke then. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we could be looking at like people using like aeons to yeah. illuminate the temple sure but we'll yeah. we'll touch on that in a different my final thought uh-huh is that i think we're all pretty settled that unkeyed metal mines not fabrials 
Oh, yes. Primer Cube Tech is Fabrials. Uh-huh. Oh. Unsealed Metal Mines. Mm. Are they Fabrials? Are they technology? Are they just an artificial form of initiation? Because, like, if you go back and listen to our last, like, Fabrial Half Shards episode, don't go... If you haven't, don't go back to watch it. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, you can listen to The Rhythm of War, uh... That the Fabrial episode, episode yeah, those that, ones are good. One, that one's good. The, the half-star episode, one from like three years ago. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think people were like, "Wow, this is just them arguing in circles." Uh, <laughs> yes, because like I, I, I do have a, opinions on what counts as a Fabrial and what, what, what counts doesn't. as a Fabrial and what doesn't. Yes, and but it's oh, sorry. That the was more a I think he was asking, he was asking. Oh, okay, okay. So <laughs> sorry. Uh, a Fabrial is. A machine doing the magic, doing the magic. Okay. Versus like something that just gives a person the ability to use the magic. Uh, okay. so, sure. is, yes. Like a hemorrhagic okay. spike, it gives somebody ah, the ability to use the magic. It's not a Fabrial. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not a Fabrial. And so it's like, but unsealed metal mines are in this like weird niche that is the same place as Soulcaster Fabrials. Yes. Where it's like, and it's like, it's like these two things are like in this weird oh, middle yeah. ground. That's, ooh, it's that's like, true. Because that's true. both gates, it's very clear the Fabriel is doing the teleporting. It's not giving somebody the ability to else call. Yep. Mm. Sure. Right. But it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. medallions and like the honor blades, I would not consider a Fabriel because they're just sure. giving yeah, their yeah, bearer yeah. Okay. the ability to use. The metallic, the, the surge binding, but it's like soulcaster fabrials and unsealed metal binds. Like they're like not <laughs> clearly in either court, and I'm like, yeah, mm. I get it because we've disagreed on this in the past. I think mm-hmm. Ian, where I've said that I I'm convinced the medallions have to be the I call it the active component in the magic because the medallion mm-hmm. has to be the thing doing the thing to grant the power, so it's doing magic. So I see mm-hmm. where your brain is now. Better, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Soulcaster Fabrials are still just really weird. I don't want to get on a giant yeah. tangent about those. Like, apparently, <laughs> but... there's something in Amia that helped make them and like fix them. So it's like it's like and those things are the excisers. No, just excisers. Yeah, easy. Like that is like the parallel that like sparked that in my mind. It's like they're they're. I shut my mouth down. I need more. I need more information to make a determination and a solid definition of what a fabrial is. Uh, but uh, (laughs) I agree that the et metal stuff is essentially a fabrial, and I like the idea Mm -hmm. that there would be different metals. That's kind of like a cage, maybe a few differences, but Mm -hmm. similar sort of stuff. My my final thoughts on all this is: I think airships are really cool, and (laughs) I hope we get lots of them in the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. One of the things I love about uh, the ending of the Bands of Morning is the one where the southern captain and her crew are coming to Ellendale and they land on top of a skyscraper. Uh, I think it was Tekiel Tower. But like they leave half the ship off uh, with just like lazily spinning a fan as a, as what is essentially a show of force, saying 
yeah, you might have one of our ships that crashed and you may be able to figure out the technology, but we have decades, if not centuries, centuries of experience of... piloting yeah. these things. I'm, I'm so, so excited to see and learn more about this. And yeah, I, I, I still I, I like the idea that excisers are excising identity. That, and I don't think blank connections the default. Those, that I've, <laughs> those are my current stances that I'll probably forget a week from now. But but that's my stance right now. How how do the rest of us feel about I'm I am still in the camp of the excisers are essentially excising the spiritual gene that grants the ability it could be both. alongside with the actual ability. Yes. I I lean more I lean towards that, yeah. I mean there does need I, to be more my, than just identity, so yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going for it's it's excising something in a way which makes the the medallion the, the nicrosyl metal mind mm. connect to whoever's touching it. I guess you're thinking of it similarly to how connection works. It's 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 blank connections right. kind of where I got the idea from is because yeah. well, almost... when you when you tap connection, the connection you're tapping essentially lashes out and finds mm. something to connect to. Mm. And so like in, a, in that is similar. If a person can have a blank connection to the land which just connects to the land they're in, why could a medallion not have a blank ferrochemical connection to the fairing that's storing in it? that you can take advantage of as well uh, like just to be clear <laughs> excisers are plural there could be multiple different excisers that do multiple things yes uh, i do think one of them i mean clearly one of them has to deal with the identity issue mm. that is relevant how they are made what's going on with them no clue well <laughs> it's the door shot problem <laughs> except it seems like the northerners can blank out identity as well and they like the set and they don't have access to excisers well sure mm -hmm. but you just need to spike that ability that ferrochemical ability into them presumably. oh you, you think they're doing the same thing but with like different means yeah i, th I think that they're just straight up using hemallergy like that's that's yeah. the that's my read that on, one's easy uh, yeah that one's easy mm -hmm. like we, or we it could just works. be storing identity in aluminum like Th that is something that a medallion could grant. Just saying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do. Oh, and another final thought. I am interested to see point of view characters storing connection and storing identity and like seeing these actually used. I still want to see someone tap, uh, storing and tapping fortune, what that means. Because mm -hmm. uh, I think Brandon has been saying that he's like, he wants to save fortune stuff for like later Mistborn stuff to like see that mm -hmm. because that could be really interesting because there's probably a lot of subtlety and nuance to these. I I, I, I want to say one of the main POVs of Era Three. That's kind of what I thought is too, right? Duralumin fairing. I can't remember if it's a Duralumin fairing or Duralumin Nat, but I think it's a fairing. I mm. for some it's reason I thought that that was a fortune fairing. Which is chromium. I will say that who who knows what era three words of Brandon is like. It's about this. It's about this. I mean, maybe it'll be yeah. all of them. We'll see. A, a chromium, a chromium fairing sounds like a great protagonist for a book. 
it, it's you could like for a comedy series, you could have lots of bad luck stuff happening to them when they're uh, storing and lots of That's good That's an era three sitcom there. right there. They go. Era three sitcom is um, the, my chromium and me. You know, <laughs> it is actually a Nicrosil fairing. Wait, oh. a Nicrosil fairing? I thought it was going to be a Nicrosil Alamancer. That it was a Nicroburst. That like someone was touching people and, and enhancing their abilities. That's what I remember, so, but that was like a really long time. I don't remember that, but I remember that. Um, I, I very explicitly tried to confirm that in a, you know, because because throughout the years we'd had multiple wabs about <laughs> yeah. Era Three, right? And so uh-huh. in on Reddit, so no chance of of miscommunication. That's true. I asked, uh, "Hey, so I'm putting all of these together." Is the plan still to have Nicrosil Faring, Terrace oh, Woman yeah. Hacker, recruited for field work in an Alomancer oh, SWAT team this. to chase Mistborn Serial Killer? I, I thought for sure it was a Nicroburst, but maybe I'm mixing it up. But whatever, doesn't matter. That's not this episode. I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see more magical technology in whatever form it is. And I hope you enjoyed this uh very technical episode on cosmere <laughs> stuff hopefully we describe things but uh our, our arguments and feelings are very strong uh all the time so i i <laughs> hope you enjoyed it and if not i'm sorry <laughs> but you knew what you were getting into when you clicked this episode what did you think this was gonna be about every now and then we just have to go into the weeds and see what's in yeah it. yeah Well, I think it's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tia. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. (laughs) It's time for Who's That Cosmere Character? Call. Welcome to Who's That Cosmere Character? The show, a game show where I, Who's That Cosmere Character Man, ask these guys, Who's the with character sidekicks some who's that cosmic character questions basically you guys sent in five clues to wtcc at 70shot.com uh and i know i did <laughs> took a bit um and it took a bit it took a while for me to say it i got it there uh you send in five clues and a character and i read out the five clues uh these guys have to guess the character after each clue and if they get it then they win and if they don't then you win you there sitting at home so <laughs> not you though not oh. these not, not not these guys so this one was sent in by Blightweaver. Okay. Uh, clue number one. This is someone. Someone this character cared for was killed. God, that doesn't narrow anything down. <laughs> I feel like. I'm, I'm sorry. Can you read that again? Mm. Because my brain I went it wrong. Into like, yeah. how am I gonna guess Yelignar the Blightwind? <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone this character cared for was killed. Oh. Presumably, Yelignar might have cared for race if he still want to get the <laughs> Blightwind. That that's not my guess, but I'm 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 gonna go with Dalinar. It is not Dalinar. I refuse to be a sheep and guess a Stormlight character. <laughs> There's just so much killing there, though. <laughs> Vivenna. It's not Vivenna. Oh yeah, yeah, the hat guy. Parlin, he has a name. <laughs> I, I knew it started with a P, but I forgot his name right then. You know, the guy with the silly um, hat. Great character. Oh, wait. 
Serini. It is not Serini. Clue number two. The consensus on pronunciation of this character's name is used often on Earth outside of the Brandon Sanderson fandom. And it's not Serene? <laughs> Timber? It, say it again. Timber? Slash it's not Timber? Uh, it's not Timber. Can you say that again? <laughs> the consensus pronunciation of this character's name is used often on Earth outside of the Brandon Sanderson fandom. Marsh. It's not Marsh, but I like it. I mean, I, I don't think there's a pronunciation <laughs> issue there. Uh. You don't know. Yeah, some people might want to call him Mars. I mean, March, like marching through. What other characters have? What? It's not Serena. It's not Tamber. I'm trying to think of just like any other ones that would like be used commonly. You know, like that's really tough. Race. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I like where your brain went there. It's I don't know. It doesn't race, fit with like, clue one. I know. I know it doesn't, it doesn't. fit with clue one, but like it, it fits with clue two. I don't want to hear it. Cool. It's not a race. Okay. Uh, clue number three. This character doesn't get along with a main character. That doesn't help at all. No. Jewel. It is Jules. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. There you go. The pronunciation yes. is just a red herring all along. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say you could call her Jewels if you wanted, but Does this is why Jewels is the Vina. <laughs> oh, thanks, Brandon. Uh, can you remember Jewels was the person from Warbreaker who betrayed Vivena and and still um, sleeps with Arsteel, uh, even though he still dead. sleeps with Arsteel. Yeah. yeah. I don't think she ever technically betrays Vivenna because she was never on Vivenna's side. <laughs> they technically didn't betrayal Vivenna because, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, clue number four was this character is proficient in a certain art or trade that people find distasteful. And uh, clue number five was this character has no investiture at all. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, no innate investiture. No innate investiture. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. I don't think being a drab zeroes you out. Yeah. But that's a technicality that is not relevant because we didn't get to that point. What is an aided message? <laughs> so, character number two. This one was sent in by Olivia... Sorry. Oliver Newcomb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Important yes. distinction. Important distinction. Uh, clue number one. This character was severely wounded and survived. The Stormfather. <laughs> is not the Stormfather. The sibling. I was not the sibling. <laughs> uh, ambition. It's not ambition. Did ambition survive? I guess, yeah, because she's a while. eventually died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, clue number two. This character is a member of a minority. Oh, huh. So they're not Ska. They could be a noble. Um... Do you say singers are a minority? I guess listeners would definitely be a minority. Oh, listeners definitely. I think singers would still as well because I think humans are still way more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it's weird. You get to cities and there's like way more singers per person because they've got like the well, rich yeah. people have like just, just loads. 
I don't know how I, that. I think for mm-hmm. somebody to be a member of a minority, they need to be in a place where their ethnic, racial, religious, whatever group is a minority. Because like, yeah. listeners and humans are pretty segregated. Like they're hmm. this. The listeners are fewer. On the planet. I think a better yeah. uh, example would be like an Azish person who's ethnically Azish is in the majority yes. in their country. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Right. I have an out there guess. Okay. Go for it. Sack the AVR. <laughs> Ooh, I like where your brain went. It is not Sack the AVR. So I'm pretty sure Sack like, is described as it's having like- been injured. And it's like, Sack is the only like bird of his species that is an aviar. Yeah. In the Isles. Galadon. It's not Galadon. Both of these are good guesses, and I wish I had even a normal guess. I mean, just guess any of the other <laughs> minor <laughs> characters who aren't Aurelish. I mean, what does it mean to survive? <laughs> I don't know what's what fun up Kelsier. Like how how long do you need to survive to be considered a survivor? Yeah, because like I wouldn't call ambition a survivor. Like you wouldn't say she survived. I mean, she survived that very specific encounter, but like that's like saying, "Oh, I shot someone and they bled out a week later and they trudged everywhere." Like eh, I don't know. I wouldn't say they no. survived the initial. I mean, they didn't survive I- overall. I think if you if you die from the wound, then you didn't survive the wound, right? I would agree with that. Yeah. Yes. uh, Regardless of how long it takes, but if someone offs (laughs) you, mean to survive. Hobber. It is not Hobber. Clue number three: This character died violently. Wait, so they survived a wound. I, I'll confirm that they they were severely wounded, survived, and then died violently at a at a at a, a different From point an in time. Unrelated thing. At a different point in time. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Taleb, I don't know. It's not Taleb. Tanavast. <laughs> it's not Tanavast. Like oh that minority like I mean after Ashen exploded <laughs> I mean he was maybe, he was he was uh, Yolish oh, you know on Rosha yeah yeah <laughs> very few Yolish things on Rosha sure mm-hmm. I guess were any of the sleepless swarms injured but then died later they'd be a minority probably um, yeah. probably oh oh god Gorodel. It's not Gorodel. I don't think any ska can be part of a minority. I like, in the context don't. of Final Empire Skadriel, I don't think ska are a minority. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I am very low on guesses. Okay. Clue number four. This character is a thief. Okay, so they died violently, but they survived an earlier encounter that wounded them. It's not Gox. He didn't die violently. I mean, he kind of died. (laughs) Okay, okay, fair point. Fair point. What does it mean to be a thief? (laughs) (laughs) 
And like the thing is, Thief is like, oh, you're thinking Final Empire Skadriel, right? Yeah. And Shalon didn't die horribly, violently. I have a guess, and I'm trying to fit all the clues to it. Palm? It's not palm. Ooh, ooh it has to see that. That's nice. Except for the part that she's not a thief. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming she stole something at some point. She. I also. I don't know if that was my hard. second guess for this clue. I. I don't know. I've lost track. Uh, Let me get through the. I'll do. The, I'll do all the clues yes, after. Yes, please. In, before the yeah. fifth one. It's that thief one that keeps ruining everything. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's. It's the one that doesn't really fit with the guess that I want to. Go. Yeah, it's like I keep wanting to go very metaphorical when it comes to thief. <laughs> you know what? It doesn't work. I'm gonna guess Baxel. He's a thief. He's an it's not, thief. Yeah, it doesn't. Work. It's not Baxel. He didn't die. No. Nor clue. got wounded. <laughs> I'll know. do. I'll do. Yeah, I'll do all the clues before the fifth one. So severely wounded, then survived. Is a member of a minority. Died violently. Is a thief. Clue number five. Is there an Alamancer? Oh. <laughs> well, that doesn't exactly work with the Seth, I was going to guess. <laughs> um, Ian's got that face on he gets just before he gets it. Uh, so I don't think it's this guy, because it's like, thief, you have to be very metaphorical. I'm going to guess it. Penrod. He stole oh, the throne. No, it's not Penrod. Yeah, I was, I was trying to fit Penrod as well. Mm-hmm. Just... It, Kelsier. <laughs> It's no Kelsia. I mean, half-breeds uh, are probably a minority. He did die violently. He does fit all the clues. So yeah. I, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's yeah. not Kelsia. Okay. Like, it could be Era 2, right? I mean, it's probably more likely to be Era 2. Yeah, it's probably Era 2. Allomancer, not a Metalborn. Oh, I think I know who it is. I think I know who it is. I know who it is. Ben, I'm gonna, can... I'm gonna message you. Uh, I'm Go not gonna it. say it. Yeah. Um, name. God, what was his name? Eric has it. I oh, would like nice. to guess. Nice, 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 nice. All right, okay. That the is... the colos blooded thug that wax fights a few times during Alloy of Law. I'll give you that, just because it's it's you know that's his name Tarson. is Tarson. Yes, Tarson. That's, that's the one I messaged Ben. Yeah, nice. Yeah. nice, nice, nice. <laughs> it's uh, Tarson, the Miles Hundred Lives second in command uh, yeah. during Alloy of Law. He yeah, 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 gets yeah. shot at the wedding and then survives, um, yeah. and then dies. Um, I think does he, die head? He, he does something violently with a gun. I'm assuming mm-hmm. <laughs> he he did, he did so, not yeah. survive the book. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but but look, look. If no one guessed Kelsier, that would have not been good. <laughs> Let's Kel- be honest. Kelsier, I say, fits all of them. I yeah. agree. Cool. Right. Time for our patron uh, priority queue. Nice. Um, if you support us on Patreon this- uh, at a yeah. high tier, you get your clues read aloud much faster. Mm-hmm. Are you, uh, you support us as one of the 10 heralds? The ten dollar heralds. The ten dollar heralds. There's more than ten there of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, cool. This one was sent in by Modulistron. I'm gonna say is how you say their name. Um, okay. 
to where yeah. you are, go I, yell I, I would look in the spreadsheet the that has keywords. those to help, but uh, then I would know what the clues are, so I'm not going to do yes. that. Clue number one, this character is a capable fighter. Kelsier. It's not Kelsier. Oh. Serini. It's not Serini. Uh, Dent. It's not Dent. Clue number two. This character is very driven. I'm going to guess Shizan, which is the personality Shy was one of the essence marks that uh, Shy has. It is not Shizan, one of the essence marks that Shy has. Ian, have you been reading Emperor's Soul recently? Not recently. <laughs> I mean, like, and like I include Shy in my Shizan. It's not. It's not Shy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with race. He's pretty it's, capable of fighting, and you know, but it's not race, unfortunately. Fought a lot of shards. And did ki- did kill Dalinar, and it is not Dalinar. Clue number three: This character has a high standing in their society. Ooh, that narrows it down to all the nobility in the books that we've seen, <laughs> which is a lot of them. Every light eyes. I don't know, wax. Not wax. Yeah. Capable fighter, driven, high status. Adolin. It's not Adolin. Yeah. I got I got Colins for days. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Is it caves? Yeah. Oh no, he died. <laughs> I'm gonna keep with my Emperor's soul and guess zoo. <laughs> it's okay. not zoo. But you're gonna get another society? one. <laughs> I mean, he works for, like, the top officials. Yeah, but, like, the people in charge... I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that fits. High society. It's not. It's not Zoo. Uh, clue number four. Wait, hold up. Character. Hold up. Which Zoo are you guessing? <laughs> I was guessing the one I said, keeping with Emperor's Emperor Soul. Soul. Yeah, yeah, zoo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Presuming the zoo that's in Emperor's Soul, not yeah, the zoo yeah, yeah. that's not in Mythical Radiance. In a, yeah. 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 Uh, Watch a clue piece number of the four. Radiant. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Is it Cobb? Cobb or Cobb? Uh, uh, this character is from Roshar. Okay, alright. Huh? Huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah, Ian? Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Do it? I'm, no, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think we yeah, said him. Yasna. Rock? It is not Yasna or Rock, and then Ian, Eric, did you say something? No, I didn't say anything. I just okay. said that Zoo doesn't work, I think. But it is no. very tempting. Why wouldn't she work? Like, is she high society? And She's a night radiant. It's a, it's a demanding job. You know? uh, what does it mean to be uh, high society? I don't know. I, I think they're pretty globally respected. Well, you know what? You could have guessed that, Argent. I'm not going to do that. God, where's my map? I need to look at Eerie and Let's go through this. I don't think that works at all. I had a really dumb idea of choosing like the the first swarm. It's like <laughs> high society, <laughs> the leader of the sleepless. What's the phrasing of the Roshar one? This character is from Roshar. Okay, it's nebulous. <laughs> Were they born on Roshar? <laughs> yeah, because like at this point, I would say the heralds are from Roshar, Ooh, even though they weren't born that. there. Ooh, I don't know about that. No. 
Ash is the that. only one that's like, uh, she's like up in the air. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would not say they were from Russia. Well, she would have to be up in the air because she's falling. <laughs> in order to fall from, from the sky. The sky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, the, being from a place means many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't even know what to answer when people ask me where I'm from. Like I, I don't know. Take your pick. What am I connected to? I have no idea. It gets even hairier with me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Just going on speed dating, and they're like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, oh, you are not. We are on a speed. <laughs> Hello, are on that's the third uh, date conversation. That is. <laughs> You know, it's great. I'm gonna guess the first swarm. <laughs> I don't care. Yes, I don't know how to have it. I know. It I know. I, I don't have anyone else. <laughs> right. Clue number five. Uh huh. I'm wondering if this will give it away. This character's title was changed against their will. Huh. L. L? Oh no! <laughs> but you were so, very so close. Oh no. Or just give it away, Eric. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, now I'm just thinking oh. Moash, but like Moash isn't like high society, is he? Uh, is he? I don't know. Well, I mean, he can't talk with the the all the fused. I'm. Well, let's go with Moash. Last fire. Let's go. Okay. It's it's not Moash. I, I think I know. Do you want an Ian? So so Mod this does not count as a win for yeah, me if I get this. Count as a win, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Modstron, you won. Congratulations, Ian. Yes. Is it Lesian? It is Lesian. Uh, the you would not yeah, consider yeah, Lesian yeah. high society. He's too much of a weirdo. He's at high in their society because he's a fused. Yep. They are the highest mm. in the singer society. Yeah, yeah. The, I think, yeah. I think that like among fused, I don't among think he's fused, high he literally high was the like... battle commander in your theory. Like he holds a lot of authority. No question. Yeah. I think all the fused think he's a weirdo. <laughs> well, yes, I, I that, well, sure, but you can be a high society and also be a weirdo. Those are not mutually <laughs> exclusive. It's true. Nice. Awesome. Good job, Modulostrom. Awesome. Well, you can find us at 17shard.com for all your news discussions about medallions and all, whatever else and fun that you could ever want. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can leave us a review on iTunes. And if you want to support us, you can support us on Patreon for more of this, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going to be the next episode. So uh, put in the comments if you think if you store connection, it's automatically blank connection just yes well, straight, up, straight up tell us what you think about the medallions yeah. and how they work mm -hmm. what's yeah, your yeah. what's your theory leave a comment it helps the mm. algorithm for more people to find this excellent show i was gonna say for this topic i'm legitimately interested in other people's theories on yeah. how medallions work what yeah. sizes are is yeah seriously because <laughs> we don't really know what the hell's going on like no one yeah. does so anyway see you all next time for something else we're going to be doing more air two podcasts as we're moving along Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye.